Welcome to another edition of Mass Mats and Ma'am. I am your host, Outlaw LA Red. You can find me on Twitter at Justin Harvey75. You can find the entire show on Twitter at MMM Show75. And we are joined today by um me. Casey. No, why why are you me. stealing Casey's Thunder? Stay in the mix. Wait, that's the end of the show, Jackass. Stay, stay cool. We didn't talk about everything yet. We can't stay end cool it yet. Keep on the beat, Byron. You stay in the mix, Casey. Hit the hit the hit the beat. Look, the you beat. know his hockey loving ass is never going to be able to <laughs> stay cool. on the beat. All right, all right. Calgary, Fine. look, you jumped in first. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Plug your shit. T- tell us where people can find you and how they can <laughs> Venmo you money and how you play. At Byron Fever. Find me on Instagram, on Twitter. Don't bother me on Facebook, but bother Casey on Facebook, Casey Nielsen. And also, um, fucking plugs for your podcast removed from pages at verified to tell them to verify me because I would like to hold that blue check mark over friends of mine who don't have it. It makes me feel better to put other people down. Yeah, I already have one. Bye. What's up? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, Casey. Introduce yourself so I can. Yeah, I'm Casey. Patiently, Um, bye. I'm Casey. Don't find me. <laughs> He's at, at Lucha Gringo. At Lucha Gringo, the fake Lucha Gringo. Dos. And um, almost one year ago to the day, this show had its very, very first guest. And that very, very first guest is joining us again to hang out, to kick it, to shoot some shit. It's our homie, the man. I got his shirt on right here. Vinny Massaro. What's going on, Vinny? Oh, how's everybody doing? Look at that. It's not my shirt. I don't know why Casey just did that. Once again, he's fucking up. That's the shirt. So that's beautiful. the shirt right there. That's the uh, shirt. Was that a Mighty Duck shirt? What are you doing there? Anaheim Ducks. Suck it. Uh, the shark. Duck. Yeah, he likes sharks. to wear jerseys because oh, they make jokes. It's just a. T- it's a shame. It's like it's a shame that you have a show. It's a shame that you're on a show, Byron. Like you're you're shaming. Can- Canadians by wearing all that hockey stuff. It's a shame. Speaking of something that hockey is not ashamed of. The Ducks I'm are the best team. Zubas, everybody in the chat room. What's up? Get yourself some. Zubas.com. They have wrestling masks. They have neckties. They got some the world's most comfortable pants. You don't have to go to Japan in the Rivera Steakhouse to get yourself some Zubas. What? Are you going to get banned on Twitter? Are you are you sponsored by Zubas? What the heck is going on? Why is Casey? You know, do you know how much I wish I was sponsored by Zubas? I would find a way to wear them to work and not get fired. Don't the Casey's airlines have a policy against wearing Zubas on flights and stuff? Oh, make a reaccommodating joke about Casey. Reaccommodate him. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't do that. I would just be there to leave him like in the, the aisle. Podcast not talking about that, but there you go. There you go. But you know what? The Hogan and Flair United one was fucking funny. Look, before we go too far, and I hate doing this. We've already gone too far. Look, a year ago when we had Vinny on the very first time, it was not necessarily under the best circumstances because we were talking about the passing of Balls Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Um, and here it is a year later, and once again, we're starting off with a couple of uh, uh, tragic losses to the wrestling biz. Um, we lost uh, Joaquin Roldan this week, the the head of AAA, and we also lost Fishman this week. He's not Jewish. It's not. It's Fishman. 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 Fish. Fish. Fishberg. <laughs> no. 
What you don't have anything? Well, don't don't. That was very that was very moving. I'm sure he would have loved that. Yeah, I'm sure he would have. What a nice tribute! Look, (laughs) that was oh so beautiful. I'm sure the people who listen to this show uh, know probably know who Fishman is, but um, Byron asked that he was today, so I don't I don't really have that much faith, Justin. But I fucking love Fishman. He's great. He and you know what? A bunch of his matches are on. Here we go. This is where case. This is where Casey goes over the top and and to make sure that everyone knows that he loves lucha and pretends that over he knows top. lucha. So like, the, uh, no, stop, change stop. Oh my god, why do I even bother? <laughs> I don't have a hat on right now to turn around. But well, look, before Casey goes, before your, Casey tells you all about him, I'm going to tell you why he always stood out to me. Because back in those days of like AAA and and lucha libre, the first. I ever saw of him, he looked more physically imposing to me than a lot of the other guys around. And I just thought the mask was cool. I thought the name was ridiculous. I didn't get it, you know, back then. But the look that he had and the way he was working kind of stiff with guys, I loved. And that's all I'll say about it. I'll let Casey give you the history. Oh, dude, he, he was pretty cool because, like, he had that the style that I like that you're, you're doing, the cool – Cool Lucha dives and shit as a fucking truck drives by. Cool Lucha dives and shit and fucking um, awesome submission holds. And um, there's a lot of them on YouTube. You can actually see the mask match that he lost to Mascara Sagrada, which I know I didn't say Mascarita, not the little guy, the big guy. And uh, what sucks about that match, though, is that he agreed and he lost his mask and all that. And then um, the promoter stiffed him on the pay. So he lost the mask for nothing. Oh, for- oh, Lucha. You got <laughs> to love it. Wrestling biz doesn't change that much, does it? No, nah, wow. but you no. Know, and I never I never met the guy. But, you know, I've talked to people that have like, you know, like Bart from the AWS has done some stuff with him. And he's he's always said he was a really good dude. And Bart's got a fucking tattoo of his mask and shit. Now, he's got three, three supposed sons, right? I know Blackfish is one of them. Who are the other uh-huh. two? Eho. One works as Eho the Fishman. Oh, okay. Well, that's an obvious one then. But see, Blackfish used to, and then he made his dad mad, and he wasn't allowed to use the name anymore. Oh. Blackfish, which <laughs> more typical wrestling stuff. Good lord! Yeah. Lucha, no, but it's my cool because now, now he's named after a really fucked up documentary, and it's awesome. <laughs> hey, a friend of mine worked on that doc. No, it's an awesome doc, and it, it needed to be said. I'm just, I'm just saying he's. I wonder, oh man, he should feud with fucking Shamu Jr. That would be amazing. Look at you booking shit up. Um, anything else you want to add about Fishman before I move? Oh, so what's, do you know no, the other friend's name? I have some stuff to say about Joaquin. Uh, well, yeah, so, that's what I was going to, I was going to kind of go back to Joaquin. Go ahead. Um, I, we were kind of dicks on this show and the, the Lucha fan world in, as a whole were kind of dicks when uh they inducted joaquin into the uh triple a hall of fame right when everyone we didn't get it it's not our fault we didn't get it we did not know the man was sick you know what if they did it because they didn't think he was going to be around for the next one and they just wanted to do it before he died because he was suffering from a long illness that eventually killed him i see i see why they did what they did 
Well, yeah, that sounds like basically exactly what happened. Like the writing was on the wall. Everyone knew it. And, you know, a lot of people have also said that um, part of the reason why Dorian hasn't actually put up more of a fight on certain things in AAA himself to do it the way that he thought was right was that he didn't want to fight with Joaquin, you know, while he was sick and just wanted to let the guy have his last year, do things the way he wanted to, and that his time would come soon enough. We'll see what he does with his time. But, you know, that's kind of what's bubbling to the surface now is that, you know, he threw a lot of his interest and his time into Lucha Underground and other stuff and just kind of let it, you know, ride out and play out its course. And now we'll we'll see where it goes from here. And I've always heard Joaquin was a very nice man to fans and he was always really cool to everybody and happy to see them coming out. So it's too bad, man. It is. I mean, look. For for whatever you want to say, I mean, a lot of people say that he was more analytical and more on the business side. And so, you know, a lot of workers had their issues with him because he was looking at things from, you know, more of a, an accounting side, which is what his background was, yeah. you know, but eventually he became a, a huge part of the business for better or for worse, like a lot of people in the business. And, and you just got to take it for what it is. And, you know, he, he put in his time and he earned his spot to a certain extent. And so, you know, you you, you move on and. You wish the family all the best. So to the the whole Rodon family, hopefully, uh, you know, you guys get through this time. And, you know, I send my thoughts out to to the whole family, regardless of my opinion of his contributions in the business. He certainly made a huge one. Was that politically correct enough for you, Casey? Hey, you don't, you don't got to be politically correct. Or I'm not. Just, uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's my genuine feeling about it. I, there there were people that would go over, you know, like even when Dorian and Conan were booking together and they were cool, like, you know, they would go over his head and go to Maricela and Joaquin and get their way. But, you know, shit happens. If it works, why not? Um, but it do, you're right. It does make that Hall of Fame thing make a whole lot more sense because we were all yeah. like, you know, talk about weird hot-shotted moments that didn't feel right. That whole thing just seems so out of place and now it's like oh it makes perfect sense you know um anyway you guys byron Vinny, you got anything you want to add um i mean i i don't know the whole you know backstage thing that happened that's going on so you know i can't really comment on it uh i will say you know i know dorian and i i you know i've spoken to dorian and i've seen dorian and he's you know he's a great he's a great guy to me uh and i feel bad you know i feel bad and you know anybody having to go through you know a loss of their you know in their family so you know just to see people be you know comment on pro wrestling when it's like that i'm like you know just for you know i would just wish people would just take themselves out of their little tiny bubble that is pro wrestling sometimes and just be like you know what that's still a family that's still someone's mm. father and instead of commenting on booking wise you know just remember you know somebody somebody's going through a funeral right now right. you know it has nothing to do with wrestling it has nothing to do with you know with politics and i just wish sometimes people would just kind of take that into you know i mean I, you know, I you know we you know my wife recently uh lost her grandma and i'm like just and you know that you know affected me so much and I would have hated if I would just kind of like, you know what, let me just take my mind off it for two seconds and then go on there and, and people be talking about like mm. booking, booking and the, the Hall of Fame. I'd be like, dude, just, you know what I mean? It's just to me, you know, I know it's 
I don't want to make this like a, a weird thing, but I know right now it's the cool thing to do is talk about talk bad about triple a and dorian and because you know it's you know it's you want to everybody wants to be the cool rebellion and i i get it i understand but at the same time you know it's you know it's still a family man and somebody you know there's mm. something happened that you know it's someone's going through right now in their in, in, in a personal life so it's kind of like i wish people would just kind of give them a little bit of chance to you know have their moment. That's all I gotta say about you know. But you know, I, I met him one time at, at Lucha Underground, and you know, he was nice to me, and, and you know, he actually knew who I was, which was shocking because I would. Hey, everybody he, knows who you are. Come on. Stop it. But I mean, you know, I mean, he does. You know, he does. I mean, I, I mean, I. But he was nice to me, and uh, it's just you know, I feel I do feel bad for Dorian because you know. Yeah, it's an, it's an unfortunate kind of situation too. It, it just is. I mean. You know, and when you're a public business like that, it, it does suck when all of a sudden all, you know, even even the well-wishing to a certain extent, a lot of people are it's probably like, man, y'all don't know me. <laughs> what do you care? You know, but I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, imagine when it's Vince. Jesus Christ. Oh, I, I, I oh, can't. Yeah. It's never going to happen. They're going to cryo freeze Vince and he's just going to be backstage at, at Gorilla still. Right, but, like, I don't but think you know they'll ever gonna, let Vince go. Right, but and you know, you know what's going to happen. But, but what's going to happen is, you know, it's going to be sad, but then people are going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm, Triple H is going to be happy. You know, people are going to make those you know weird comments. Oh, Triple right. H is happy now. I'm like, what? No, nobody's happy. You know, or people, but, you know yeah, or, it's like, just this weird. You know, there's going to be those weird people that make those weird comments that you're just yeah, like, dude, yeah. just take yourself out of the little tiny wrestling bubble for two seconds and remember it's actually a human being there. Well, yeah. speaking of, of weird news and, and people oh. maybe taking things out of context, um, you might be looking for some more bookings because according to Cage Side Seats, um, they report, and I quote, Lucha Underground is likely going away soon or at the very least morphing into something other than what it's been. That, that, by the way, is the entire story that they posted. There's no other information. There's no evidence, no info, no speculation, no reasoning, no source, no oh, yeah. nothing. But they you know, literally posted this at the end of a rumors list of stuff going on with WWE just as an afterthought. Oh, and by the way, Lucha Underground is completely kaput and probably going to turn into something else or go away. Like, Remind me, are caveside seats the ones where the dingus posted all the spoilers and got himself fucking banned from the temple? I have no idea, but oh my god! Like, if you like, you got to cite something, even if it's just a rumor. You don't necessarily have to cite a source, but at least like give me some reasons why you might even think the rumor's true. Like, at least speculate. Give me an article. Like, give if you're gonna make me clickbait, yeah. like put a little something behind it, but. Uh, there was I, nothing. I, that's it. There's nothing. And yet people are still running with it. My DM, my DM is full of people like, dude, have you heard about this? What are people saying? Does anybody like, here's what I can tell you why I don't think it's even remotely true. <clears throat> I know that Lucha Underground is, is working on some of their deals with people and like existing deals and spreading around some money and, and actively trying to pay some people. Um, they're looking at recruiting other people for season four and who they are going to bring in. Um, they haven't even finished season three yet. So there's no reason to cancel a show when they don't even know what kind of numbers it's going to post up and they haven't seen Netflix numbers yet. So 
there, you don't get rid of something when you don't know how it's doing. You get rid of it when you know it's in the trash or you know that you can sell it for a nice price. Justin, yeah. I'm sorry. This whole time you were talking, I was just watching the fucking ghost of La Parca come alive behind Byron. It was freaking me out. That's <laughs> What's going on with the ghost of La Parca? It's making know. moves at me. Wait, is that La Parca or is that L.A. Park? There it goes. What is He's it? dancing. That's that's original. That's original La Parca that became oh. LA Park. You can tell because oh, yeah, LA yeah. Park has a different thing on his forehead. Even though that mask has such a huge forehead, I think it's actually supposed to be Christina Ricci's skeleton. Uh, <laughs> oh, why you got to get on Christina he's, Ricci's five head? Casey, you have one of these too, right? I do, but and you know, I was gonna bust it out, but I think it's like all the way across the room now. I I had it last week, and I don't know what I did with it. Damn. I just got this off of eBay for 30 bucks. It's my favorite mask right now. La Parca, the original La Parca was awesome. Yeah. I loved how he was he was like the biggest, fattest luchador out of all the ones. And so he just had a chair and he would dance and hit people with chairs. And he'd still do like he'd still jump over the top rope. But he was just he was the one who would do Lucha yeah, but I loved it because it was like, he was letting people know, like, dude, not all Lucha Libre is little guys flying out of the ring. Not every luchador is fucking Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he was a big he was a big guy too for for you know, I mean compared to those lucha guys, he was I mean he was pretty freaking big too, but because he cause he was the he, he was the only one that really wrestled against the WCW guys too, because he was so big. Right. So he could actually yeah, go out there and um, fight Scott Norton. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But but and then he beat, he beat Macho he beat Macho Man with the diamond cutter once. Let me not talk about that, Byron. Jesus Christ. Technically, that wasn't him, but whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, he also thinks that Dean Malenko was really Ciclope this whole time. So you know, that was the, he took two paychecks in WCW the whole time. Dude, what the heck was that? Did you know there's another Ciclope, but it's not. Like anything to do with Halloween, that that freaks me out, man. <laughs> you guys are so strange. Um, no kidding. Oh, Ciclope was a dope name because they're like, we can't call it fucking Halloween because people only give a shit once a year. But let me tell you something. I think about Halloween all fucking year, Eric Bischoff. <laughs> hey, yeah. how about Eric Bischoff's new uh, Twitter and like news channel that he's promoting? Is Jason Hervey involved? Because I bet he is. Probably. I don't know. He's got a new show? He has some sort of thing, a Twitter handle, and it's so stupid, I don't want to actually promote what it is. You brought it up? You kind of yeah. just did, yeah. <laughs> is it, no, is it, I'm not it, saying what it is. I don't, don't want to promote it, but anyways. <laughs> I don't want to promote it, but it's let me build this whole idea for you right now. He's but. trying to, he wants to rival the Observer or so, whatever. Oh, you mean another dirt sheet? That's a very original. Well, yeah. so speaking of dirt sheets, I don't even thought at our school, Byron. Vinny, how Eric do you feel Bishop. about this whole Lucha Underground going away thing that Cage Side Seats is reporting? I mean, I'm um, you know I, I get all I get all my meetings at Lucha Underground through Cage Side Seats. So, I mean, if they if they say it, it's it's gospel, I mean, uh, you know, it's honestly it's the very first time I've ever heard it. Uh, Good. That means it's not getting around too much. Thank God. Um, I, I only heard it because people were asking me about it. It's like, yeah. why the dude, fuck? My DM was full of it. People were like, well, dude, you you know a lot of people that work for Lucha Underground. Is it but really going away? You, 
But didn't she just like have Eric on the show and like didn't he yeah. just say yeah. like yeah? It's like hmm. Let me see. Like, All right. Hey, like you have like DJ and Eric and and Ev Dub like back to back saying that it's the go. But KSI Seeds had a literal sentence on on uh on the rumor mill, so that I will believe KSI Seeds. I'm like, all right, right. exactly. It's- so that trumps everything. That trumps El Rey Network promoting Lucha Underground talents going to conventions and whatnot. Like like El Rey it, is going to be putting money behind anything if they're if the shit's going away. They're not going like, to waste it, money. It's like this. People always ask me. It's like, oh, is this going away? You know, Lucha Underground going away? It's like, and I tell them that the the the, the same thing. I go, listen. I go, it's not, this Lucha on the Ground isn't run like a promotion. It's not like, you know, a promoter that's running a show and then he's, you know, he doesn't have money. So we're, we're folding. Okay. Lucha on the Ground is run by a network. So how does, how does the Sopranos work? How does, you know, uh, you know, that's, that's how Lucha on the Ground is being, you know, made and done. So, you know, exactly, and it can totally get canceled. I'm not saying, it's, yeah, happen, and, you know, it, 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 people like, oh, you know, yeah, people were like, hey, you know, blah, blah, is it true? Get canceled? I was like, it might, you never know. It's because, you know, you know, 30, you know, 30 Rock was a great show, it got canceled. It's just the way it is, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, you know, it's we're not a promotion where all of a sudden, oh, you know, the guy just you know lost his ass because he didn't sell enough tickets so we're canceling it's just it's 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 the network decides you know what we're not doing the show no more i'm like okay it's just the way it is it's not you know it's not because you know we're shitty or because we're the worst promotion ever it's because it's, it's you know it's the network at the end you know it's we're not like hey guys we got a really good uh uh, you know, pre-sell for the next house show. So we're going to have another, sh- we're going to do a taping this week. No, it's like, Hey, the network has, you know, sponsors. So we're going to have a show. That's how it runs. You know, it's, I, I wish people would, would understand that more instead of like, Oh, well the ratings did bad or, you know, Oh, it's, you know, there's not enough buzz around the Indies for Lucha on the ground. So you guys are going to, so it's folding. I'm like, this doesn't work. It does. It's, we're not an indie show. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, but, it's just it's just a whole different setup. People just don't yeah. get it. Eventually, they'll get it. Eventually, but they're looking for they're looking for a different set of like symptoms as to how the company and show is doing. And they're I don't looking, know. And like I don't know it because I'm not a TV guy. Yeah. So it's well, like but how- even on the TV, even on the TV spectrum, you can't quite judge it the same way because of the fact that the network itself is so new. Right. And even if ratings are bad. You have to say, well, but what else does the network have? <laughs> you know, orange, oranges, oranges, the new black had terrible uh, ratings. Because guess what? They were off for like what a year, and then they got bought by Netflix, and now they're hot. You know, it's just things like you know stuff like this happens. I just don't know how it do, how it works. So for me to be like, oh well, it's this and this and this because of wrestling. It's not. It's not a rest. You know, it's not. WCW, you know, running shows and then... Well, that's the problem, though, because there's a whole lot more people out there that do understand wrestling and do have a good knowledge of how the wrestling business works, and those are the people that are trying to comment on and come up with stories and things and talking points for Lucha Underground, because it does exist in the wrestling world, just not as a promotion. It's not a promotion yet. It's just a TV show, and it makes it so difficult for people to figure it out. Yeah, if, um, if if we if we were a promote if we were an actual promotion, there wouldn't be seasons. There wouldn't be off times. So we you know there wouldn't be 
uh, we wouldn't be able to take indie bookings. So you know, it's you know, it's you, it's we're different, and you know, this is the way I like it because you know, this is this is the kind of promotion that you know that uh, uh, I enjoy because of it's you know, it's letting me do other things too. And uh, things that I can actually do, you know, that other promote that, that other work, other places I couldn't be able to do. So I don't well, know. I, mean, I think that was initially the draw for a lot of guys, and I know that the the extension of the seasons has made it a little bit tough on some of the guys too. But hopefully, once everything gets flowing again, um, that stuff will move in the right direction. You got you got bookings coming up. What are you doing these days? Where are you at? Where can people find you and shit? Oh man, well you let's see. What do I? I got a. Uh, Let's see. This weekend, uh, I'm at uh, Santa Rosa for Pro Wrestling Revolution with Atlantis and Octagon. Oh shit! Nice. And, uh, oh. Uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm actually. I'm not wrestling. I'm actually gonna be uh, 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 taking care of the panda because he's a prima donna and somebody needs to take care of him. So, uh, but the the panda. Have you ever gonna... thought of just like a leash or maybe oh, yeah. like a, a, a like a dog walking service that does it for pandas? I mean. I can't. I can. He's just. He's. He's. I don't know. I. I mean, he's difficult to handle, and uh, so I am the. I'm the only one that can really handle him. So, uh, I'm gonna be taking care of him because he's. He's wrestling. Uh, El Hijo del Trump, aka uh, Eli Drake from uh, TNA. Ooh. Uh, for, for the. That's gonna be really. Cool. For the Pro Wrestling Revolution Championship, so that's you know I'm, I'm excited for the Panda, and then the week after that he's gonna be me and him. We're both driving down to uh, LA, and we're gonna be wrestling for a uh, 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 what's it called? A venue pro wrestling. I forgot what it, the actual name of it of the promotion's called. As La Parka l- looks at me, uh, <laughs> scary, but. Um, all the La Parkas. <laughs> all the La Parkas. What is going on here? It's like L.A. Park, La Parka, La Parka Dos. What is going on? I need a folding chair. Damn, you guys are so strange sometimes. But I'll be, I'll, put up I'll be, I know, but I'll be over uh, near, but near you guys next uh, on the twenty second. Of course, and that's exactly when I'll be on the road. Um, this oh. is my last episode that I'm going to be doing from LA for a while. I'm going to be living like Byron. Maybe you're the panda since the pan. You're not. You guys aren't going to be in the same spot. Never in the same place at the same time. I'm pretty sure that Justin is the sexual harassment panda from South Park. Actually, it might be. It might be true. But, <laughs> but it's a secret. Panda. <laughs> um. Well, good. So you're you're getting a, like you know, and everyone seems to have filled up a lot of their bookings. Are you gonna? Do you have more backstage segments coming up for the second half of of season three of Lucha Underground? I mean, I know you can't tell us what's in them, but you can tell us that you're in some more segments or something, right? Um, you know what? I, I it was so long ago. I don't think so. Actually, I think uh, <laughs> you don't even I, know if you're shot out for the season. <laughs> I don't even remember, honestly. I think. Um, I I, I feel I like Evie Dub said you had one more. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know, but I but at the same time, I don't know how that. I don't know if they. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. I don't know oh, if they, how it paid out, panned out. Yeah, panda. What? I mean, I, I don't know how it panned out. Oh, uh, no, but I just. Oh, oh that's nice. That's, that's not nice. Oh, again, it's a panda. Uh, panda. All right. Anyways, no, but I honestly I don't know because uh, you know they they edit so much stuff and I don't, I don't and I kind of don't remember because it was <laughs> like a real long time ago. Uh, it really, kind of was. I mean. Is over 
Shit, Ultimate Lucha Trace taped over a year ago now. Yeah, yeah. Right? Is that yeah, right? Around wow. there. Oh no, no, it was close to it was close to this time last year when the end of the season was being taped. I mean, I feel you, like yeah, because I was. I, I feel like I was in the in the summer when I came and did the 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 vignettes. I think it was like I want to say the summer of last year, right? Yeah, I think so. Because I remember you were coming in town. And you were like, "Oh, I'm doing some cool stuff." <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It, it was. I was extremely happy. I, where are you going? What's going on? Oh, you got a mask. That's the easiest mask. Uh, that's the only time La Parca is going to get ever get a mask. By the way, right there. So, <laughs> that's it, right there. I don't know. I'm counting on some like cartel dude to pay for it, and because uh, if I was one, that's what I would do. Case, did yeah. you see any of the results from AAA last night? Uh, all I know is that they're setting up a tag team Apuestas match where. Um, Wagner and Psycho Clown have to work together against uh fucking yeah, Carta, Carta, Carta Brava and uh yeah, Carta Brava. And, yes. And the other one Mocha too, June, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I didn't I didn't maybe I, I it got lost in translation, but I didn't understand how that all cuz it, it was for the belt. I would want to say well, well, I think they're trying to save the blow off for for Triple Mania, so it was kind of a swerve. They're team together, right? So it's hair versus masks. So they're going to take these guys <laughs> here to set up their mask mask match, match. right? Because they have to work together, or they both lose their fucking masks, right? Which so, is kind of, which is kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, cool. there were some people complaining because you know the whole match was, was billed that they were going to actually fight each other, but it was a Wednesday night TV taping. Like if you're gonna pull a bullshit swerve like that, that right? Because because WWE never, you know, they they never do anything like that for like the pay per view before. They'll do like a house show match where it's like basically the same match but something weird. Or they'll they'll have the the guys wrestling each other as tap partners. They never do that. That, yeah, that never course. happens. <laughs> I just wish they had brought in Teddy Long to make it a tag match, player. Well, they also are you um, right. You okay, Vamp, man? Vamp got uh, involved a couple times, so Vamp set that up, which I kind of dig that they're using Vamp like you know in that GM kind of role. Um, and then uh, in Mundo's match, Mundo teamed with our boy Kevin Cross and with Taya against uh, yeah. who was it? Hio del Fantasma, Ayako Hamada, and uh, Arhenis. With his giant sword, he's got a giant sword now, guys. I know it's cra- it's, cra- it's crazy. About Can you imagine him going? I gotta tell people something. Ayako Hamada, daughter of the great Grand Hamada, idol of millions. Yes, legend. Yes. Well, she's got to fight Taya. No, she lost. Well, they're gonna have a no. They're gonna they're gonna fight in Tijuana. They got a street fight set up with her and the first one was kind of no. They they did that. Yeah, it wasn't good, Justin. Well, they're setting it up again for Tijuana. Oh, okay. Because because she lost to because she pinned her right with the chair. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the that was the finish yesterday. That was set up. So and then uh, yeah, I was hoping Cross would just come in and drop them both on their heads personally. Of but course, <laughs> of course. I like violence. Watching this, Justin. I you like, like Cross. You like Kevin a little bit too much. It's a little weird, actually. You know yeah, what it Justin, is? You're you know weird. You know why I like the dude? Because no. he looks mean. 
He's actually yeah. a really nice guy, but he looks mean. Oh, way to break! Uh, way to ruin it for him. He's actually yeah. nice. <laughs> he's actually a nice guy. He's really nice. He's a really he's, nice guy. He's swell. He's super swell. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just doing this to fuck with you, Vinny. Just me? Yeah, I, yeah. I care. Because you're a nice guy, too. And I tell people this all the time. Oh, don't yeah. worry about Vinny. You don't have heat with Vinny. Vinny's a nice guy. Yeah, what is... who? The, well, okay, that's that's just J-Man. Because that's what... I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, what's the that? deal with, with J-Man? Why you, you, you guys are you harassing J-Man? He's taking care of a bunch of sick Wait, people. Wait, I don't know about harassing J-Man. I just want to know if you guys got heat. What's up? Like Do we? I don't know. I'm asking you. Why is there? There's like there's been like nine luchadors so far show up. It's it's what's going on over there? <laughs> I don't think I I don't. If I do, it's news to me. All right. Well, so that's good. So one of my topics tonight, though, in general, was, was that was that one of them? If I have you? Well, no, I mean, not not about you and J-Man sp <laughs> specifically. Vinny, I'm glad you're on. OK, do you have heat with J-Man? I'm like, what? That's what we're no, talking like, about. I, I find it I funny that all these podcasts are, are like having heat now with like, you know, it's like workers having heat with podcast insiders and podcast insiders having heat with marks. And I just find it all so bizarre and strange. All this heat. Well, like, I miss it. Well, <laughs> okay. Have you heard some of these other podcasts? They're fucking terrible. Of course they're going to. No, well, what did I miss? Who, who's got uh, this? Is this is news to me? Who's got he was something? I, I, no, I mean it's just like you know you, you, you like you listen to Vince Russo's podcast. His new well, okay, thing. that's that's your that's your fault. That's yeah, but I'm just saying that's that your just, fault. It's Why just a place to start. Like you know, his new podcast is pretty much just there to fuck with Marks. I don't get it. What's the point? You, you guys, his mom wants him to pay rent. <laughs> what is it funny? Is that the is that the deal? Like it's funny, or then these other podcasts think that they're they're all inside and that they're workers, and then they get mad when they try to act like workers, and workers are like, "Fuck you! You don't fucking work. You you never. You're not in the back with us. You're in the front oh, buying a ticket." Oh, oh. Just say that you really want to talk about Disco Inferno right now and how we all <laughs> love him because he listens to our podcast. What a mark! Does he really? Disco was the show once or twice. Yeah. Can I give it, speaking of, can I Unless give a you know shout a whole out? lot of other Gil, Gil, Glenn Gilbertis that are going to listen to this show. Jesus, dude, quit, quit, quit changing your mask over there. Calm, it's like an independent show. You're like going from one mask to another. It's like, dude, you know, if you had that face, you'd change masks all the time, too. Oh, can, I, can I give a shout out? Speaking of, can I give a shout out to Rob Viper? Um, I just want to let him know that the Toronto Maple Leafs just lost in overtime in the first game of the playoffs. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I thought we were not going to allow any hockey talk on this episode. I, I also want to give a shout out to Rob Viper for the time he's going to just punch Byron in the dick as hard as he can. And I'm going to laugh really hard. And then I'm going to give him an American dollar because your Canadian money isn't worth shit to me. He'll be able to buy a house with that Canadian house. So oh, he'll give you a goose and and you know he'll give you the goose change back or whatever the hell yeah yeah see you gotta be careful with this shit with the panda Vinny. hey Why? isn't the panda going to europe uh no it's going to canada canada same thing eh, same thing whatever i'm they glad play I'm, hockey in canada this is true they do they do, do more than that but we'll stick with that i guess for right now maple syrup but uh, honestly, there any truth? 
Go ahead. I got to Is it true that the panda is going to um, start training to shoot at the Hart Family Dojo? Because that's yes. what I want to know. Yep. He's going to go in. He's going to make you humble. It's going to be great. <laughs> dungeon. I love it. But I don't know. I honestly, I don't know the the podcast beef. I do know. I was speaking of the only podcast beef I know. Conan, Conan and Kevin Gill and Disco Inferno going at it like every other day. Yeah. That, that's, that's, I don't, I don't, oh, even, I, don't I, I don't know what, what part is, is, you know, shtick and which part is not. Cause they're just going at it like every I single day. Vinny, I, I have a question. I heard make fun of Byron on the podcast and decided to become Byron on his. Vinny, I, I have a question for you as, as, um, since we're talking about, um, disco and as, as uh, a wrestler who actually, uh, uses a forearm, um, prominently disco was talking about how forearms to the head are too dangerous and should be banned like chair shots to the head because of the reason uh, i want to point out that Byron just, thing, elbows and forearms are the same fucking thing hold on hold on hold on finn balor just took a forearm to the head uh, on raw mm -hmm. but that mm -hmm. was like i mean i think that was more of an elbow i mean i don't know if you're talking about the gender mahal thing Jenner Mahal thing. And so like Disco was talking about that, but Lance Storm, who's been a trainer for 15 years and also like the safest worker in the world for longer than that, um, is saying, and he, he's a big uh, proponent of it's not the moves that are dangerous, it's the worker. So he keeps telling Disco he's a dumb mark and to go back to the strip club. Um, I wanted to, what's your opinion on that, on, on forums and especially Shibata with the news of him? Um, okay. Well, that's, Okay, so see, that's like a triple like, part question. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the the forms no should not. I don't think they should be outlawed. They should, I, I mean, and I this may sound like uh, you know a little bit condescending, but uh, Lance Storm is one hundred percent correct. If you do know how to throw them and then you do know how to work it and actually throw them correctly, you guys have seen me wrestle. I throw them super stiff, and you know. They're, I'm not killing the guy, right? Um, yeah, so, Gender Mahal, however, brought a potato gun with him into the ring. Well, that's, I mean, okay, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay, so there's, th okay, there's three things, okay, so if you know how to actually throw them correctly, and, you know, and you've been trained to do them, the problem is, and here's, and here's the, the, the problem is that there's guys that, you know, you know, wrestlers that get in New Japan Pro Wrestling and they get that subscription, they're like, oh, I want to throw forearms too, like Shibata, and they throw forearms and they have no idea how to throw them. But because they're like, oh, well, in New Japan, you just got to be, you know, strong style is just hit the guy really hard and that's strong style. Well, it's not. So what they do is they just, they don't know how to throw it correctly, so they just hit the guy as hard as they can. Uh, and that's obviously the wrong thing, the wrong way to do it. Uh, and so that's the first part. This, you know, the second part is the thing with Finn Balor. Uh, yes, Jinder, you know, if you look at it in slow motion, one, he was, there's two parts to that. One, he didn't throw it right, and he threw it super hard. And number two, as much as I love Finn Balor, he didn't do any favors by turning the head. As you know, uh, MMA enthusiasts, the, the one of the worst spots that you can ever get hit is the back of the head because it's it's very easy to get knocked out. Yeah, am I right? Right. Oh, yeah. mm. So, 
So that's why when elbows to the back of the head are illegal. Well, when you're taking a form, the last thing you want to do is turn your head so that you get hit. So if you look at the replay, he's coming at him, and then Finn last minute realizes, holy shit, I'm going to get blasted by Jinder. Let me turn my head because it's natural instinct. And right. he, he basically gave him the back of his head, which knocked him out. So technically for that one, they're both at fault. Now, the third thing with Shibata, Shibata is, he comes from an MMA background. So in hit for him, because, you know, he's, he's not, he's a good, he's a great wrestler, but he's not that kind of wrestler. So he doesn't, he doesn't throw, he's not flashy. He's not, he doesn't have charisma. So what he does, what he lacks in charisma, he makes up for it in strong style slash MMA. Right. So because he does that, he goes 110% on everything, which when you have, but you know, most pro wrestlers are going to do an, an easy head, but well, he doesn't because he doesn't, he doesn't understand that. So he goes shoot head, but which, I mean, I've seen people say that it's a, it's, it's a work, but man, yeah, there's I, a I work and then there's coming that close to the I, edge of, I hope, shoot, I, hope it's it's a, a I hope, I hope it's a work. Cause if it's not a work, he's going to, I pray that he retires because Shabbat is not one of those kind of guys that were like, Oh, you know what? I can still wrestle and just kind of be half ass and, you know, take it easy. And, you know, be be light. He's gonna be one hundred and ten percent the whole time. Yeah. Which, if he does, if he's really had, if he really go and have that surgery, and he does again go one hundred percent, and he could die. Which I don't want to see anybody die. I don't want to see Masawa again. I don't want to see a moment where a wrestler dies in the ring. I don't want to see that. So, I hope it's a work. But if it isn't a, a work, I hope he retires. So that's my three points. So no, this shouldn't be outlawed. Two, yes, you, you know, Lance Storm is hundred percent right. Uh, you know, I've trained. I, you know, my favorite wrestler is Masao. I've told you guys. <clears throat> I've told you guys this. Mm -hmm. And ever since I, you know, I watched Masao, I wanted to learn how to do those forms. And I went in the gym and practice and practice and practice. That's literally like what while guys were doing like four fifty splashes and super kicks and destroyers, I was doing forms. Cause I wanted to do, I wanted to throw those forms just like Masawa. So, you know, Lance Storm is, I think Lance Storm is hundred percent correct. They shouldn't be outlawed, but at the same time, if you, you know, if there should be somebody like there that goes, Hey, you don't know how to throw them. Don't fucking throw them. Yeah. And especially don't throw them. So, you know, so, so hard where you're knocking dudes out. And, you know, you guys have seen me wrestle. I, you know, I throw them. You know, because I throw them every time I can because I know how to throw them. So that's and you know, and then the third thing. So well, and then, I mean, and, and and honestly, it's a move I love because I like the stuff that looks stiff and I like a little more of that pan craze. You know, strong exactly kind of thing. And, that, and that's how I am. I am I am a hundred percent. You know, snug. I am. You know, that, I don't. I I believe in snug life. You know what I mean. Yeah, so that's, snug life. I love it. That's yeah. a good shirt right there. If nobody's done it, somebody needs to do a snug life shirt. So you know, and I I like it, and that's the kind of. But that's you know. But with with that comes you know just just you just how when you see me and you know Kevin Cross for us, so we're not going out there and doing look you know little hold hold. We're being the living shit out of each other. It's because we're we're both that way, you know. But obviously, if I'm you know if I'm wrestling. You know, mascarita. I'm not just gonna start, you know, lighting <laughs> yeah. them up. So, at the throw same, some you know, pepper on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, honestly, Jinder's not even. I don't think Jinder's that good a wrestler. But, 
Um, that's for another look, podcast. He's got a, no, he's got a good look. And honestly, <laughs> I think, I think he got overexcited in the moment. It was like, they're putting him, they're putting Finn in there. He wanted to show some, sh- some stuff. He knew he was going to fucking have to lay down. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I honestly, he probably, honestly, I think he kind of was like, you know what is Finn Balor? He's new, new Japan guy. He probably yeah. can, he, he probably can handle like extra stiff shots because yeah. you know and who and knows he, finn might have told him that too i mean you exactly what the conversation you was he, he probably that's he great probably, point you had yeah. about turning the head though that was a really great point that no one else is really bringing up they're well, they you. always they're talking about the elbow and gender and you know he's also getting heat from fans because he's looking a little look gender shouldn't get any more heat he got plenty of a receipt on smackdown the next night he had to get all busted up by gronk and mojo and i mean yeah. they 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 stuck it to him plenty nice the next night like well, he's in the and, clear now right and then at, at the same time you know it's just you know just the same way you know the snoring elbow that you know the reason the snoring elbow is called a snoring elbow is because that happened to me in a match you know it's uh you know i was given the, the rolling elbow and somebody turned their head and he got knocked out and started snoring in the middle of the ring. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. why I call it the snoring elbow, but it wasn't like, Oh, Vinny just knocks the guy out. Go ahead and outlaw the, the rolling elbow. You know, Vinny, you can't do that move anymore. You know, obviously it's, you know, you know what I mean? It's just thing, it, things happen in professional wrestling. There's people that's gotten knocked out from power bombs. You should, you know, we should, it's not like we should uh, outlaw power bombs. You know what I mean? It's just stuff like this happens. So, I yeah, you gotta work safe, you gotta work clean, and you gotta make a outlaw the power bomb. What's that? Who outlawed it? WWE, WWE outlawed the power bomb. Who and, did? Uh, yeah, and then you know Nash still would power bomb people all the time, and then you'd say, "How does it feel, Clarice? How does it feel to be driven through?" The oh yeah, yeah. WCW outlawed it because Nash, what he broke Giant's neck, but then Nash would keep power bombing. Yeah, but that, right. I th- that was the whole the whole deal with when they outlawed it was to get the move off of everybody else. And right, leave it I, with him. right. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. You just had him wrestle Kidman. Can't powerbomb that guy. But what, what I'm what I'm saying is like, what happens if like two, you know a guy does a powerbomb and then he gets knocked out? Should they? Yeah. Out, you know, you know, you can't be, you can't outlaw everything that gets when somebody gets hurt. It, you know, it's it's, here the WWE. What I found what I found funny about WCW around that time was that all the all the uh, cruiserweights like Malenko and Guerrero and, and all them were doing way better power bombs than Kevin Nash. Oh, they just they didn't care. Remember the cruiserweights? I remember I love the cruiserweights back then. They were doing like everybody's finishers. They just they don't care. They, was, they were like doing like everybody's like you know quote unquote finishers and like kicking out and like just you know yeah. like they, they, they just didn't care like whatever fucking Ultimo Dragon doing running Liger bombs across the whole ring and just fucking wiping the guy out and he kicks out at one oh yeah. Yeah. it just didn't it really it, whatever who cares there's there's just there's just they were on their own they had their separate locker rooms with their separate agents they didn't care They're like whatever <laughs> they totally admitted the the spot monkey thing that you see now at back then and it wasn't even nearly as bad then as it is it was now fucking dope what are you talking about it was great oh that was the best part of the show yeah. especially when malenko was involved because he would still work stiff he wouldn't just spot monkey right. jump up and make it look like nothing he would he would lay some shit in there and make it but look that's good. why yeah but that's why i love malenko because like you know it was because for the longest time it was just kind of like Oh, Lucha Guy one versus Lucha Guy two, and they would just let him go out there and just—you can tell it was just like 
hey guys, uh, thank you for coming, appreciate it. Uh, go ahead and just do whatever you want. We don't care, just fill some time. And then Malenko started wrestling like Ray and all these guys, yeah. and all of a sudden, yeah. like, holy crap. And they started doing storylines, and you know, things got cool. But before it was just like six man, just you know, hey, here's the lucha spot, go ahead and just do whatever you want. Uh, you have this much time, don't bother us. We won't, you don't know, bother us, don't get hurt, just go. Here's your time, exactly. Yeah, it's just you know, <laughs> then you got but, Malenko doing fucking gorilla presses into onto his fucking knee, stomach breakers, <laughs> right? And shit. Oh, oh so good. Um, Malenko was the best. Dragon showed up with Sony Ono and like 15 championship belts. Yeah, you know, you know who he won those belts from? Fucking Byron, the great Sasuke, not Excalibur. Vinny, in the fucking chat, he asked if this mask was Excalibur. That Excalibur looks like what? Excalibur. Oh, God. Guy's a fucking legend, Byron. Come on. It was, a super, it was, a, it was at the Super J Cup because at the Super J, I forgot which, which year, but it was the Super J Cup that had like Liger and sasuke and everybody and basically it was like you know the jacob was a bunch of uh, cruiserweights from different promotions uh and then they all like in the beginning of the show they're like you know what let's just put all our belts on the line and they all threw everyone's belts uh on yeah. the you know in the ring like you know the winner of the tournament will be will be the champion of all these promotions nice. and 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 sasuke won and you know sasuke won the tournament and then uh, you know, then Ultimo beat him, which uh, you know, we just had a, which I just met, I just saw Ultimo. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, because he wrestled for uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution. Pro uh, Revolution. Yeah, he was a, he was a, he was a big fan of uh, Ultimo Panda. He was like, oh, Ultimo, uh, <laughs> Ultimo, Ultimo. Uh, <laughs> I think you got too many L's in there that are working. It was probably more Ultimoro, Moro. No, no, Ultimo's English is all right. Like, no, he's good. Yeah, he's actually he's, he's Spanish. is great. It's funny. It's funny because like uh, Spanish is up, the is the common bridge to English, huh? Yeah, it's so funny because like I will go up to him and I will speak English and he'll just be like, oh, you know, you know, I don't understand. And, and then the pro the promoter, my friend that speaks Spanish, he would just go up to him and they would be just having just fluid Spanish, no problem, like a hundred percent. It was the craziest thing. But you know, he he's been he's I'm sure he's been to Mexico way more. Uh, you know, you know, and because I mean, he, I think he still had, I think he still has a his training class, yeah. training school there. They were still doing shows up to recently. I know that because, like, I know one I saw wasn't too long ago. They're doing another one. I think in the summer they're doing a Ultimo, uh, like a uh, like Ultimo show, like a uh, Ultimo gym show, but. Yeah. Anyways, hey, but before we leave the the WWE thing, because I, if I talk too much WWE, Casey will just quit the show. Um, mm -hmm. Nia Jax, yes. Oh, Charlotte, what happened? What happened wasn't good. Oh. <laughs> what happened? Oh wait, I saw because all I didn't see the sh the the match, but uh, I saw like uh, you just need yeah, to see young, clips. young Miss Jax wasn't quite in the right place a couple of times. <laughs> Well, for one the, time the, for the moonsault, right? Yeah, the moonsault. She definitely was not in the right place. I mean, Charlotte maybe undershot it just a little bit, but it well, looked that's clean. Cool. And she looked back. I mean, she 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 put herself in the right place. She set herself up for success. <laughs> well, that's the thing with 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 that. When I saw it, I know because everybody was like, "Oh, you know," because wrestling fans are kind of weird, you know. You know, Nia Jax is the unpopular one, so automatically it's her fault. But the way I looked at it, and is because the way she, the way Charlotte does the moonsault 
is where she uh, lands on her on her feet. Right. Uh, so you actually have to be closer than yeah. Uh, you know, the most dives because most dives you kind of want to catch the guy on on the on you know the kind of you kind of want to catch the guy and like right in the middle. But when Charlotte does it, she like actually rotates and lands on her feet. So you got you actually have to be closer in. So maybe Nia Jax didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, she was pretty far back. She was close to the barrier. Yeah. Which is, uh, which is, which, which is, which is back. And if Charlotte was thought that she was out of place, then she should have bailed. Which is fine, though, when you think about it. Which is fine during it's normal di- when you're doing when you do like dorm normal dives. You want to be that far out just in case. You know what I mean? So right. she, technically, she was fine, but for that particular one, I think she was a little bit too far. Which, and in actuality, I th- I think I don't like. I got to look at it the whole match, but because she's they she. She's never done it on that section. You, she usually does it by the ramp, so you ha- she has more room. So I don't right. know if maybe she didn't. Uh, I don't know if maybe Charlotte did it in the wrong spot, or you know that was you know I don't know. It's tar- oh, tough to Vinny, say. Vinny, what do you think about just the decision to even put that spot in that match? I mean, there's it, it's just after WrestleMania, and they're not building to a program together. Like, what is anything in that match? matter that much why would they why would she put herself at risk yeah, i mean I, th- I think like i said i think uh with that move i think she lands on her feet so many so often mm-hmm. that it's not you know it's not that big a deal it's kind of like uh uh you know um uh you know bailey does the the shooting start to the ground you know to the floor but he lands on his feet so it's not that you know i mean it's for to me i'd be like oh my god that's i'm saving that for a pay-per-view but to him, because he just, you know, he, he's done it so many times and he lands it on his feet every time. It's not that big a deal. So maybe it's the same thing. Because she didn't do the spinning one, right? She just did the normal one. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it did, it did seem kind of routine, but it did also, it, it the whole match, and not even just that spot, felt like it really <laughs> exposed Nia Jax that she's not quite where the other girls are at. I mean, those she's other not, girls still might have one. She's, not, she's, not, like she's not like most girls. Exactly. Good point. She had she had one other move in that match that was um, even more dangerous because she was in control. It wasn't like she missed a dive. Um, she countered uh, something into a standard shoulder breaker, right? So you have someone slung over your shoulder for a power slam, and you drop to a knee and drop them on, you know, and hit the shoulder. Um, she she got Charlotte up in that position, and but instead of a shoulder breaker, she just straight up like dropped her head first on her knee and then dropped her somehow also head first down on the mat. Like yeah, the second part of it looked bad to me. Like she had lost control of it or didn't know what, how to finish it or it just didn't look good. I don't know if, mm-hmm. how intentional it was, but it looked not right. <laughs> yeah. I haven't yeah. seen the whole match, but I did see the, you know, obviously people, you know, showing, you know, the gifts about it. Cause you know, they want to show how bad, I guess, you know, quote unquote bad she did. But I don't know. I kind of didn't, uh, you know, everyone's, you know, went, I think, a little too hard on her. But I I personally don't don't think it was. I think she's going to be a good know. character. Honestly, I do. I think she's going to be a good character. I, I like her even playing up the, the body image angle and that stuff. I think that that's a good positive look for her. And I think her as a face instead of a monster at some point in time is going to really work for her. I do, however, think honestly, they brought her up a little too soon. Like I've really, and it's tough down at NXT because I feel like they're not getting the reps down there sometimes either, but 
Right. Just, I just feel like she needed to get she needs to get the reps, and she needs to get the reps with with the a different type of performance. Well, okay, I mean, well, he- that other program is bad news for her. It's not. It's not a good program for her. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, the thing that the thing with her is that I I like her a lot. I think she's she's a, you know she's a good wrestler. Uh, you know, for her size, and she uses her size well. I I think the problem is that, um, unfortunately, like the the rest of the girls are all pretty much cruiserweights. Yeah, exactly. So it's you know it's basically it's like saying it's like trying to put the Big Show in the in the world title picture right now against Seth Rollins and uh, and Finn Balor. It's not gonna mix. It's just it's not gonna. You know, it's not going to be a good match, but not because she's terrible. It's just because mm. it doesn't mix. The the styles are too far, you know, in contrast. And that and yeah, that's the, the wrong and program I, for. She needs to be with Natalia and, and Mickey James. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. There, but she needs yeah. to be with the girls that can go. They're a little stronger. That can that can hold exactly. up. That can make those moves look the way they're supposed to look. Not right. the, not the smaller girls. And that's what I think. I think well, the problem. The problem. The thing that I think the problem is that right now they're putting in a in a, in a program with, you know, little. Uh, Sasha, which is little mistakes. Yeah. Exactly. What were you gonna say, Byron? And then I'm gonna move on to UFC. So get it in. I think Nia Jack, Nia Jax had a, had a good run in NXT. I think she got caught up a little early because I think a lot of what she does uh, is reliant among uh, a lot for, reliant on her uh, presence as as a monster, and it took her a while to get that. But I liked her thing with Bailey um, because Bailey was an underdog and undersized but she wasn't too undersized um but i really liked her program with oscar because oscar gave it to her and would take punishment and so nia Jax could that's part of why they got her out of there though is because oscar is supposed to be the monster down there and they wanted to clear out the space for oscar to be the true monster you know, you can't have two monsters yeah. running around or else they're just got to face off with each other all the time or nobody believes it. So I get I get them clearing her out of there, but it's unfortunate. But I know, but like she was able to kind of go a little bit more full throttle. Even oh, yeah, exactly. No, matches. that's a good that's a good opponent for her. And getting some more reps yeah. with Oscar would be good for her. It's just unfortunate that the storyline just wasn't going to allow her to do that. All right. Let me hit yeah. some UFC because. Oh, yeah. Shit. You want to talk about a crazy fucking week of MMA shit. Um, yeah, that was nuts, man. 210, so many haywire crazy things happen. Um, first, I got to start off with with Pearl Gonzalez's boob job, which <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe that this is an MMA topic. I don't know. Uh, New York. God bless you, New York. What What is New York doing? First of all, okay, so so here's what happened. The quick The quick version of this is this young lady has breast implants she declared it on her her medical record they let her go all the way through the medical exam through the weight cut through weigh-ins she weighed in on weight and then they come up to her after the weigh-ins and say oh yeah by the way you've had a boob job so you can't fight in the state of new york <sighs> she's going wait a minute misha tate already fought in new york yeah no kidding right this is a problem <laughs> Dude, it was so bad. Not know that Misha had fake boobs, like, and I don't know that Misha ever talks about it or publicizes it. No, she doesn't, but everybody knows. Yeah, but it's not like it's a big secret either. And I mean, and Beck Hyatt does too. There's other, there's other performers out there. Rest, but I mean, it's just the the point is that the point is they don't even know their own rules, or they don't even know how to enforce their own rules. It's just honestly, if it's if you're an MMA fighter, I would, 
man, uh, you better get a good payday to fight in New York because who knows what's coming. I mean, well, you know, and that's and, the I mean, crazy part. Like, how do you not tell one. her? Even if it is the rule, that's fine. Okay, you guys got some wacky rules. There's other states with okay. wacky rules. Like, you couldn't throw elbows on the ground, even in UFC, in Illinois for a long okay. time. It was just but, their rule. But that's not even the worst one. I mean... No, it gets worse, but it so, gets really worse. So, but anyway, so the fight wasn't off. Dana White is all bitching. Like, if you didn't hear it from me, it's probably not true. Like, motherfucker, the commission said the fight was off. Don't tell us he, it's not true. Yeah, he think he he thinks they said the MGM Grand again. You know, it's, it's go. This is New York. They don't care. They'll, yeah, you know, like they'll, they sh- the they'll shut the shit. whole thing. They'll shut the whole thing down just to prove a point. And and honestly, like, it's fine. It's fine that she has an implant or whatever. It's like. Fighters got to make their money wherever they can. And the simple fact of the matter is there's female fighters that make money off their image. Michelle Waterson has done modeling. Rose Namajunas was a model at one point in time, and she's a badass little thug. Like, but who cared? But I mean, it, but like, that's what I'm saying. It's like there's reasons for it. It doesn't matter. Like there's there's male fighters listen, that model it, too, like Luke Rockhold and Alan Joban. Those guys are models. Like, but but the point is, is that is not, you know, it's like the, the athletic commission's coming in. You know, it's like it, it should be outlawed if it's, you know, if it's one, if if it's damaged, if it could, you know, damage the person, which it can't. And the other one, if it's, you know, if it's, if it, if it gives them an unfair advantage, which it doesn't. So it's like, why they made it such a big deal about yeah, it? Anything, it's, it's so a weird. disadvantage. I mean, I can see if there's some kind of health risk, but at the same time, there's lots of fighters that have them that, that it's not an issue. And if they're sailing, they shouldn't be a problem. So, right, but, but there isn't, so they should have just left it alone, but instead they made it a big deal, which, you know, obviously when you're fighting and you're concentrating on this big fight and you hear that, I'm sure that can't help. You but know? you know what though? Honestly, she was probably not ever going to win that fight. And this is great for her because she oh, yeah. had a lot of publicity and then she actually fought pretty good. She put up a good fight. She lost. But she had a good fight um, against Cynthia Cavallo, and I think she's going to get more fights because of this now. Like she made a name or, for herself; she represented herself well in the media. Regardless, or other, of, or other stuff, she'll get you know she'll she'll get a modeling probably out of it. I mean, but I think UFC is like, no, you did us a solid by dealing with that and dealing with it publicly. She's going to get a chance to prove herself against the whole middle of that division. I think so. Then we get to the next good one at uh, the weigh-ins. We haven't even left the weigh-ins yet. Towelgate. Towelgate. <laughs> Towelgate. Casey, please tell uh, me you watch these weigh-ins. Did you watch the early weigh-ins? No. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Oh, well, you're lucky because then you didn't have to see DC's wang or his ass because basically what went down is DC and Rumble were both having a little trouble getting off the last few pounds. So they go all the way to the end. There's some drama going on. Everyone's like, shit, what's going to happen? Are we going to lose this title fight? Um, DC finally comes in. He feels confident. He gets up there. They're messing around with his towels and stuff, though. So he's kind of getting exposed while they're doing the weigh-in. And it's like, even though it's the non-televised weigh-in, there's still lots of media and cameras there. So my man is up there. He weighs in, and then he blows weight. He misses uh, by a pound and and a quarter or something or yeah it was a pound and a half or something yeah, like that yeah 206.2 or 206.3 or something um which is a solid pound and a half off and normally a guy like tc if he knew he was that far off might not even take the scale um especially not before the other guy so it was weird he was shocked didn't know what was going on he runs off and everyone thinks that's it because recently the rules have been at the early hands yeah. in california if you miss weight you're you done yeah you and or it, 205 and, for a championship fight. It has to be on weight, exactly. And I think, like, even in New York, for some reason, because I, I remember reading people, somebody was saying that 
Johnson was going to be the new champ because he because he missed weight. I was like, really? I was like, that's it? Well, but, yeah, I mean, the, the, the way the rule is supposed to stack up is that if the champion misses weight, the champion does forfeit the belt. But then for the other guy to get the belt, he still has to win the fight unless the champion misses weight by more than five pounds or three pounds in some states. I don't know what New York's rules are. I don't know, but like that's what I'm saying, because people were like saying if if because basically people were like saying we have a new champion. I was like, what? Like, yeah, what that's crazy. the hell's going on. And if that is in New York's rules, they need to get that shit off the books immediately. They oh man, I'll I, I, I like uh, my opponent. I just go in there, sneak in there, and like give him a bunch of uh, cake, like you know, like room oh, yeah. service. Hit DC with some Popeyes. You know, you got it. You you get him right there. You beat him oh, on the okay. scale. You can say that because I'm not. You know, I'm, I don't want to be a racist. <laughs> well, shit, DC will tell you he eat some Popeyes. Um, but so anyway, so there was that drama. Then there's two minutes go by. And everyone's thinking like, well, shit, what's going on? Then DC comes back out. And I'm like, what the fuck? You, it's over, man. You missed weight. You can't. Yeah. There's no way you, 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 there's no way you lost a pound and a half in the, in a, in like a minute. Right. So he comes back out, they get him all naked again. And this time he's clinching the towel. And I'm like, okay, well that makes sense because he kind of had his wang exposed the last time. So he's holding on to the towel. Oh, that's so good. And I'm expecting, you know, the commission to come over. And once he's set on the scale and he's comfortable with where they put the towel to let go of the towel and they get the official weight and whatnot, <laughs> it doesn't fucking happen. DC is not only holding onto the towel, he's pushing down on it a little bit. Just a little yeah, he, bit. He's literally like levitating. By the way, Excalibur just showed up. <laughs> oh, God. Excalibur. Excalibur, why are you showing your pinky so much? Oh my god. No, that's right. not his pinky, man. That's not his pinky. I'm just saying. Um, so anyway, yeah, DC he cheated. I'm not even going I'm not even gonna mince words. He flat out cheated. Yeah, he did. But then Yeah. So we'll leave it at that. He hits the weight, two oh five, but he is clearly leaning on the towel. He should have not been allowed to touch yeah, anything. He, he, he likes like he, he was totally grabbing he was totally grabbing it. Like I mean like a hundred percent grabbing the towel and yeah, and that's all it uh, takes to get to make a scale register a pound, a pound. or two under. Like I've done weight loss shows, and I've seen some large folks try to cheat on some scales in every way imaginable that you could think of, and that is one of them. You try to lean on your trainer, or you try to push up off the floor, or you try to put the scale on a carpet, you try to lean on a towel. I, I've seen all these tricks, and wrestlers use the towel trick all the time. Um, so I, I'm, I don't even necessarily blame him. The commission is supposed to step over, say, remove your hands then get the official weight. That's on the commission too. It's not even on him. More power to him for trying to cheat. He's a fucking heel. So anyway, he gets away with cheating, goes away. Then at the last second, like literally 10 seconds left, Rumble comes out, who has apparently been having trouble cutting weight. He gets on the scale, but he's a pound and a half light, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Which, which I start is, to there, There's no way because he's a big boy. He barely, remember he's, remember he Yes, like, and he was he having barely, trouble weight cut and everybody there knew it the rumor was that he wasn't going to make weight so he so was like, a pound and a half under which means that maybe in fact the scale was off a pound and a half so i'll give it to yeah. dc on that fact he did still cheat <laughs> but maybe the scale was off and then it comes out that in new york there is a rule that for only championship fights you have two hours to reweigh so 
And I believe that in two hours, DC could have lost that pound and a half anyway. So everyone who's like, no, no, it's unfair, this, that, and the other. It's not really, in my opinion. Look, it was a pound. Rumble wasn't too mad about it. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, it's not... I'm. It didn't change anything. But at the end of the day, if you're going to call it by the letter of the law, by the strict rules, DC did cheat on that scale. Sure, but, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> like... he. It was like a pound and a half. It's not like he was like 230 or anything crazy, so... Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't like, and look, Rumble wasn't complaining about it. So I, if Rumble's not complaining about it, I don't care. Like the fight should still go on. The results and, of the fight should still stand. Yeah. And by the way, DC looked terrible. Like, yeah. I mean, that was my, that might've been a, a horrible wake because he looked like he was like fainting any minute now. He said it was one of his worst ones ever. Like maybe he took a little too much time off or something, but something, the weight just wasn't coming off him. Right. But Rumble said the same thing too. Rumble said he had a lot of trouble with this weight cut. Both of these guys, I mean, don't forget, DC fought the whole first half of his career as a heavyweight. A short-ass yeah. heavyweight, but a heavyweight. A little tank. Yeah. A little tank. I mean, in the way he grinds on these fools. And he, I mean, he, and he did exactly what he said he was going to do in the fight, which I loved. Um, so that was Talgate. But not to be outdone, the actual show itself oh. <laughs> had some controversy. White with man, my, good with lord. My boy, Gegard Mousasi. Did you see this fight, Casey? Tell me you saw this fight. Oh, my God. I was at fucking Casey, Monster Palooza. Right. You're at Monster Palooza, which we're going to uh, talk about in a minute. You were Monster Colonic? What? Yes. Justin knows he has 12 minutes. Uh, well, you got to oh go to bed? God. He's got, he wants to go to sleep. He's got to go to bed. because <laughs> People, he's got to go to bed, not because he's he's got like a really early you know, wake-up time. He's got to go to bed because he's got to go to work at what six o'clock? I wake up at four thirty. That's a really early wake up time. And okay, whatever. Well, he does need time. He needs time to put the footy pajamas on. Oh, he does, do you wear the way the way your uh the <laughs> way your mask to sleep? Please tell me you do. No, because you get weird lines on your face. But you've done it before, so that's how you know. <laughs> get the waffle face from sleeping in a mask. Yeah, it pushes my nose down too much. I. You know, kind of hurts. Well, Casey, you, you should go back and watch this match because it got it got stupid silly. Basically, Weidman, Weidman won the first round, but it was a good fight. It was like, Musasi's not out of this, but Weidman clearly won the first round. Um, second round starts. Musasi is, is starting to put it on him and looking good. Then he gets, um, uh, he gets Weidman in kind of a, just a front headlock, which is all it was, like, you know, Muay Thai style. Wyman gets his hands down or tries to get one hand down and Musasi gives him the knee right to the dome when he's only got one hand down, which is completely legal now, by the way, with the new rules. Then Wyman takes that one, is still okay, but gets both hands down. I was like, oh shit, I got to get both hands down. <laughs> and then Musasi lifts him up and delivers the knee a good second after his hands come up off the ground. And Dan Mergliata stops the fight because he was standing behind Musasi at the time, didn't see the hands really, thought both hands were down. So he's given Weidman five minutes. Yeah, then, which he shouldn't. Yeah, fucking Homer Simpson looking. But he did. But he did. So it's like whatever. He made a mistake. He was in bad position. But then the doctors come in and they're checking out Weidman. And at the same time, Big John and the New York Commission over on the side have looked at the replay while Rogan is talking about the replay and it shows that his hands were up 
or that they think his hands were up or whatever. So then they tell Mergs that the blow was legal. Mergliata comes back into the ring and tells everyone the blow was legal. But then from there, tells Weidman he still got the five minutes, even though it was not an illegal blow. And the doctor keeps checking out Weidman and giving him the five minutes. Then the doctor is questioning Weidman in the corner. And what is what they've said is that Weidman did not respond correctly when asked what the date was. And then the doctor stopped the fight. So then Musasi won by TKO because they considered the blow a legit blow. So there's so many issues with this. There's yeah. so, so many issues. Like, well, first of all, Homer Simpson referee your fights. That's all I got to say. Oh, my God. Heavens to Mergliotatroids. So this guy, basically, he stopped the fight in my life incorrectly, which is fine. Whatever. Refs make mistakes. But then you either stick with that. And if they call the fight off, it's either a no contest or, or a disqualification. Okay. Because that's what the ref, the ref called it an illegal blow, whether it is or not. And then it gets reviewed later by the commission. Or at the point in time where the ref says it is a legal blow, then you immediately have to tell the doctor to either call it there or get out of the ring. You cannot give the guy the rest of the five minutes. Then you have to restart the fight in exactly the same position where you broke the action. Even if there's been a little break in the action while you were discussing it, like if, we, if there was a legit instant replay rule, that's fine. But then the second you determine that it's back on, put the guy back in the position and the fight's back on. Instead, they let it sit there, and then the doc had a chance to call it off. So who knows what's going to happen? Plus, and you'll love this one, Casey, that was the last fight on Gegard Mousasi's contract. <laughs> Everybody's screaming, rematch this, rematch that. I don't think you're ever going to see Gegard Mousasi fight in the UFC again. I don't think they're going to pay him enough. They're no, not going to offer him a title shot. He's boys with Scott Coker. I guarantee Gegard Mousasi is going to Bellator. I don't see him coming back. I don't see Weidman ever getting this fight back unless, and I, even if he comes back, I don't see Weidman getting this fight back because if he comes back, it's going to be because Gegard gets a title shot immediately. Right. You and know, plus, you know what would have been funny is if the fight did get called and Weidman won by disqualification because it would fit in with my narrative of the match from last week. Yes, it would have. <laughs> but and also don't forget that uh, in in New York they they checked rules and replays aren't uh, actually legal in New York. They're not. Uh, they actually can't be used. So they looked at the replay basically illegally. Like you can't. Like you can't in, in the state of New York. The rules say that you can't look at a uh, uh, a replay. It does, doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. So the overturn it. Well, officially they're saying that. Big John was the outside referee, the outside official, which is technically a thing. And he consult and the referees consulted. But they consulted from the replay, so it shouldn't stand. Which is which is the issue. But their official statement is that Big John and Dan Mergliata consulted and changed their mind and then that it wasn't necessarily but, but, the but yeah but if, but john if, had seen the replay so it exactly. was based on the fucking replay yeah exactly oh what a mess it was it was a mess man it was is the whole thing is a hot mess the refs aren't allowed to talk about it uh nysak is not talking about it musasi is going to be talking about it because he wants more money for his contract weidman is salty because that's his third loss in a row 
officially. Mm. The whole thing's just fucked up. Oh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it is a mess. And then we have the main event. The so. main event. Um, and the main event finally went down after all the controversy, and DC did exactly what he said he was going to do to the T, like the game plan that he spelled out on TV in front of the whole world told Rumble exactly what he was going to do. Rumble powerless to do anything about it. DC said all he had to do was survive seven minutes with him, grind on him a little bit, get him tired, and then sometime after seven minutes, he was either going to take his neck and put him out or pound him out. And sure enough, at eight minutes and 23 seconds, took that boy's neck and made him tap again. Again, I feel so bad for Rumble. And then Rumble, and then Rumble retired. Patrick Cote had already retired earlier in the evening after getting beat by Tiago Alves, which was big enough, laid his gloves down. Then Rumble, out of nowhere, DC lets him have the mic first, and, and Rumble just quits. Rumble was like, I guess he's got some job with LA Rams or something, and he was just like, I'm out, y'all. Well, good for him. Shit. Well, look, yeah, look, DC's got his number. So long as DC is the champ, I don't think there really is a reason for Rumble to be around. But if John Jones comes back, you know, it's a shame because I think he could give John Jones fits. I don't know if he beat John Jones, but it's like poor Rumble can beat almost everybody else in the division, but DC has his fucking number. What are you going to do at that point? Um, but that was it. That was that was 210. You want to talk face-off, Casey, before I get into the, the preview for this week's Fox card? Yeah, I just, I'm just laughing at Byron saying, suck at cage-side seats, you marks, with a link to our podcast on Twitter. Uh, good times. Um, <laughs> Byron is a beast on the, on the tweet machine, man. Byron will just mercilessly fuck with people. <laughs> J-Man replied, oh, this is great. Oh, so, yeah, face-off. Dude, I fucking love tiki shit, so I was really looking forward to this face-off, and then every I don't know shit about Hawaiian culture. How did you even know anything? Like, I, I didn't know any the of these gods or any of this shit. Well, like, the I, God. I actually went to Hawaii a few times when I was a little kid, and then I went again in sixth grade. That was the last time I went. Can I tell you? I, I have a story from Hawaii. Um, I saw this one guy. I think I don't know if he got married to him in Hawaii because it's legal there. Story's over. Okay. Uh, uh, he was what? He was. I, I know his parents. They're the they're the Bradys or something. And he was in a surfing competition, and he had this uh, charm that he liked a lot, but it was bad Three luck, minutes. and he got paralyzed. Yeah. What? Three minutes. Uh. Yeah. It. it you know. Taboo that one. <laughs> was actually kind of a coup tiki. Uh, coup, the god of war, also known as the god of strength, also known as the god of sorcery. There's different ways that you can invoke these. Um, they're 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 messing with some powerful juju here, folks, and I'm not saying that facetiously. I would not have done this challenge. All right, so this challenge was to basically make these tiki Hawaiian gods, but they also had to be costumes that could perform because these people were actually dancers that were going to dance. Yeah. Yeah. So Logan got uh, Lono, the God of agriculture. Sig got Ku, the God of war. Emily got Pele. No, it's Pele. It's just like the fucking soccer player. No, I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. All right. We'll go with Pele goddess of uh, fire and volcanoes. Yeah. And, I like to um, say that like Bjork says it. Volcano. 
some of the creepiest stories ever as she is still cited to this day. And what's this other one? Uh, canola oil, God of the Ocean? I don't Can remember, but it looks Kanaloa. Kanaloa, cousin. It's Kanaloa and Kane. The God of Earth and Stone. I was a, I was a big fan of Kona Crush also. Um, I want to talk about George first because... Love that guy. George did uh, Kanaloa and he just had this weird take on it like, turtles look old. My guy's supposed to be old and the God of the Ocean. I'm just going to make my dude a turtle. And he looked dope as shit. And it was dope. It was like yeah. it was straightforward. It wasn't complicated. He didn't overreach. He didn't do a cowl. He just did this crazy 15-piece silicon turtle head man. It was awesome. Yeah. He looked cool, and he doesn't mean turtle head like when you're shitting in the turd. No, no, I meant that. Like, it was the coolest looking turd you could have possibly made. Like, I mean, turd in a good way. Turd doll oh, head. Dude, it was great. That I, was awesome. Yeah. Um, fucking, I don't, I, I don't know what Tyler was thinking. It looked really stupid. Tyler was thinking that he could coast through doing the same shit that he's done in every other challenge. Oh, I'm going to make rocks and sticks because they love my rocks and sticks. I thought from the second I saw it that it should have been more rock oriented. It's the god of earth and stone. It's not the god of twigs and berries. Yeah, yeah. And he went total twigs and berries, I, which and doesn't surprise me. I, he probably likes twigs and berries for whatever reasons he has. I get that impression sometimes too. Yeah, which is fine. But at the same time, not right for this challenge and it cost him because it looked and the like, waterfalls on the head had nothing to do with the god as far as i know at all like he was being creative and thinking outside the box but it just it kind of looked like a little kid doing a maze at friendlies on that piece of paper with some bad crayons to me i don't i don't know what any of that means because i am under 60 but uh you guys don't have friendlies out here no, we don't. Wow. We don't. It's like a burger restaurant with ice cream and shit. You need to make some towns, yeah. man. You'll, 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 it's you'll... also like really depressing inside. It's great. If I had said Shoney's, would you have gotten that reference? Would Shoney's have no. gotten for you? No, Shoney's isn't out here either. Denny's, Bob's Big it's Boy. Like Coco's, son of a bitch. But is Denny's like has Bob's the worst fucking mazes. No, it's not like Bob's Big Boy. Shoney's is. Yeah, oh, it's like Coco's, you son of a bitch. Coco's like the one that's. Why like are a... you so fucking hostile about fucking friendlies? It's be friendly, bitch. God damn it, because I was going for an analogy, but now I know right now I realize it's not just you. I realize all the Southern California kids are not going to understand it because you guys have no frame of reference for the rest and of the world. We got fucking Andre in the chat listening all the way from Australia. How do you how do you think he feels? Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. That's how he feels. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, my point was Tyler's thing. I didn't like it. And he was in the bottom looks. Emily. Emily, thank God. Whatever she did that looked like scabs peeling off of somebody's crusty ass crack, it was awful. And I was so happy she was in the bottom. And then um, Logan with his almost doing a pineapple head should have gone with the pineapple head. Instead, he went with this pussy flower boils thing. Sucked. I I felt bad. What? I didn't, you know, okay, as much as his was bad, I thought hers was worse. Yeah, but at the same time, you... He needed to only be this much better, this yeah. much better, and he would have beat her. So Sig had the top look with his fucking wooden head cowl that was fucking so dope. Man. He took popsicle sticks and made all these fucking tiki marks oh, on it. Man. Dope as hell. You should have seen him at Monster Palooza, man. He was getting fucking swarmed by everyone. And he well, I want you to tell me about it. Hold on. But yeah, so yeah. Um, Wait, did not on. go home. Wait, hold on. What? I, I, I realize I have nothing to say on this matter. 
So I'm gonna let you guys go before I, I just I hijack it and start talking bad about uh Casey because I had to say something and the first thing is gonna be you know talking bad about Casey. So I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I'll let you guys speak because honestly I haven't like I don't watch the show and you guys are gonna get all geeky about it and I'm gonna call you nerds. <laughs> you can watch our nerds. It's Vinny, good. I don't even think it's a real show to be honest with you. Byron doesn't watch it either. And hockey's not a real sport. My wife, my wife watches it because you know she's she's the one. She should go. She should come on and start talking about because she watches it because you know she makes the biohazard babies. So she needs right to sell now. that shit at Monster Palooza. Yeah. It's a built-in audience, man. Uh, What's well, the website for that? Those things are cool. Yeah, biohazardbabies.com. Uh, Vinny Masaro. I'm at at Snoring Elbow. And always, you guys, you know. Hey, where I, do we I, get your new shirt? Because the shirt is a little different from this now, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a uh, uh, what a uh, see, there's a link to it on my uh, Twitter page. It's what a maneuver. Uh, they make shirts for all. What a maneuver. It's uh, it's basically like like uh, uh, you know, pro wrestling tees, but without the nine billion followers, so you don't have to pay for your followers like J Man did. Uh, oh. So you know, uh, but it's um, honestly, I I, I just want to say I appreciate you guys for having the this this show for a year for oh. spread for spreading the word <laughs> of lucha underground we spread and, uh, something yeah uh, it might be catchy but casey, casey, will fix it casey yeah. ain't spreading casey ain't spreading nothing we know that but uh i'll spread uh, your peaks Vinny. what nothing <laughs> <laughs> anyways i'll be there next week i'll, I'll come see you but uh, i just i want to say i just want to say thank you Thank you guys, and uh, don't believe anything you read on the dirt sheets. You know, C come listen to uh, the mm show or mm, or, or the Casey the Bitch show, which I prefer. Well, dude, thank you for coming by, and 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 thank you again. Like we did, we only brushed over it at the beginning, but you really were the uh, the first guest we had on the show, and you kind of popped the cherry, at least Casey's cherry, and. Yeah. Uh, and we still appreciate that. Plus, you hooked me up with a ticket to Ultima Lucha 2 when I came into town on short notice. And that, was, I, that is true. That solid will never be forgotten, my friend. Never be I, forgotten. Well, I yeah. appreciate it. One of these days, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll have to, uh, uh, you know. Collect. Collect somehow, somewhere, maybe. Which, by the way, I, I pitched my uh, Vinny Massaro is the bookie of Lucha Underground thing to DJ. And he was like, mm, not bad. <laughs> the bookie. Yeah. I like that. Break some, break some legs instead of. I mean, that's a, it's an underground fighting league. That's the Somebody premise of the show. Betting. Like, there should be some yeah. fucking betting. Yeah, this somebody should. The money should be changing hands. Dario's always got big fucking wads of cash, and we get into those shows for free. So where the fuck is he getting them? Plus, then you can wear I, like a slick suit and shit. Yeah, I, uh, I drug, I drug people so they can lose their match, and I. You know, I make, I make, I make, I mean, they make people take falls. Oh, that'd be actually, that's that'd actually be great. Idea. I'm telling that's you, man. Especially if you hit them with a blow dart while they're in the match, and they you could be, like, be like the Bill Cosby of Lucha Underground. It'd be awesome. What? Oh, what? Oh, too soon? Too soon? Too soon? I'm offended not because my people, Justin. Justin's just mad because he got kicked off the Cosby Show, and he was a kid for not getting a haircut. Stop. He's going to Theo's friends. I got it trimmed. It was fine. They should have accepted it. it Look, cockroach got fucking robbed. Is what I'm saying, man. Like, oh, Casey hey, Vortex. We're we're going to Casey Vortex. I know we again. are. Anyway, thank All you right. so much for joining us, Vinny. Appreciate it, brother. All right, thanks. Guys. We'll get at you, Leets. Vinny Masaro. Um. All right, back to face off real quick because we're kind of wrapping that up. Um, yeah. 
Let me put my notes right here where you go. lost. Logan lost with the fucking and 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 it should have been Emily. Fucking right. He should have popped his claws out and been like, I'm not going nowhere, bub, and stabbed her. Like, I don't want Logan to win the whole show, but this was the chance to knock her off. This was it. Logan had he had the enemy in his sights and he got Maggie's draws and he froze and he clinched his butt cheeks and he pulled the trigger and fucking missed. You know who's enemy in their sights this weekend, Justin? This guy. And you know what? More people were seeing Sig. Let's just put it that way. Look, I mean, I don't wish her any harm in real life. I no, just I don't wish either. her harm as a reality TV villainess. I wanted to ask Ooh. her if she saw Star Wars yet, but I didn't because I'm a nice person. I can only hope that like 700 people asked her that while she was at this con. Oh, I, I do too. Um, but yeah, Sig, Sig was fucking killing it all weekend. Uh, his girlfriend did this uh, a Morton Joe cosplay. And she was fucking spraying people in the mouth with silver paint and shit. It was amazing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but the day I was there, she was dressed as him. So what? But what does the silver spray paint taste like? Oh, it's the cake shit. It tastes like frosting, probably. Oh, that's that's yeah. awesome. I love it. That's a Mad Max reference for anybody who hasn't seen the new Mad Max movie. First got, of all. They, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Byron. You're you're an Emily. If you missed a reference, you actually saw have have seen that movie, right, Byron? It's on IMAX. No big deal. Good, good. Um, yeah. So I was disappointed. So now we're in the semifinals. We've got Sig, Emily, George, and Tyler. So basically, the two top teams are the people that are left, even though they're in individual competition now. Dude, I just want I just want George to make it to the finale because he's the only one that hasn't, and he referenced that. He's like, I'm probably fucked right now. George is gonna have, dude. You know they're gunning they're gunning for George. The judges think that George is the next one to go. So. He's really got to turn in his best performance. You know, they clearly like Emily more than they should. I honestly feel like Emily should be the next one to go skill level wise. I think she's good, but I think even Tyler is better. Uh, Tyler is better. Um, Tyler, I'd like, okay, really, as much as I love George, I think Tyler and Sig are the two that should be duking it out for number one. Probably, but I like George and I like that he's on the come up and that this is his, yeah. his chance. Like he George and Sig, I like their stuff more, but I think Tyler's just so technically proficient and really just like impeccable with what he does. It's not interesting in any way, but it's really well done. But that's why he blew it this week, because he fucking tried to phone it in. Because he yeah. thought he he thought he could get a pass, and he did. But at yeah. least they put him in the bottom enough to harass him about it because it was bullshit. He phoned it in. Clearly. Yeah. And uh, this wasn't an easy challenge. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what they go with next time. Hey, what's up with that Mass Republic sale? That, uh, that they I, I reposted it on my page. I'll let, I'll let you guys do this. I just want to say hi to Master Public, and I want to apologize Jeez. in advance. Well, not in advance. I want to apologize for sullying your Facebook page so much, Kevin. I'm sorry, but they <laughs> fucking had it coming. You don't want to comment on the UFC on Fox this weekend? Nah, shit. I, I, I got uh, you. I want to play a game with Keithy while we're on Master Public. While we're still oh, okay. on yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Master Public, by the way, uh, use the password M M M M show M M to get ten percent off at Lucha Shop and Lucha Loot. But you don't even need it with that sale they got going on right now on some of those items. But but here's the thing: they have this awesome book, Mark. Like some people on the show, and uh, right now I got a copy. There's only seven copies left for sale, unless you're going to go to Japan and get it yourself. This is the book. This is uh, it's titled "The Art and Magic." The art and magic of the mask. And here's yes. what we're going to do. I'm going to just open up to a page and Casey is going to tell you who it is. Okay, but you got to hold it really still because you're really pixelated right now and I can't see shit. Yeah, you're a little glitchy, Byron. You actually look like Paul Giamatti right now. He looks like me. Oh, wow. Huh. That one actually doesn't look familiar to me. I don't I'm know. Si I don't either. Is it is it Signo? It's who knows? Who's yeah, this I can't dude? Read Spanish. Yeah, I can't read Spanish. You showed the picture and then you couldn't read the name, so yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's that's clearly one of the Vianos right there. That's a Viano mask, a hundred percent. That's Viano Tress. Nice Trace. Unless this is the other one. dude. Oh, Rocambole. Okay. That's, that's what I said, you son of a bitch. Rocambole. That's literally what I said and how I pronounced it. Hey J man. Rocambole. Okay. Listen, Casey, you have to get these. You have to get this one. Yeah, that's Solar, dude. He's my hero. And then? And that is Lizmark. Yep. Yeah. How, how, how much fun is this? How about? Rocambole. Oh, 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 oh. How about this, dude? Oh, that's Chaos, dude. He's great. Yeah, it's spelled weird. Yeah. Who's this guy? Uh, that is uh, 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 Astro Boy, Astro Ray, Astro, Astro Ray. Yeah, they're they're kind of the same oh. dude. Uh, okay, so the first chaos was Antonio Pena is a wrestler, and he used to bite the heads off of Dubs on the way to the ring like fucking Ozzy, but like for real. I got I got another one. This will be the last one. All right, you ready? Uh huh. Oh, see, you showed the name. I know it's Dos Caras Jr. and Dos Caras Sr. But you know what's funny, Byron? No, is I, funny. I, I, do, I, I identified your real mask with uh, no, Dos Caras. Dos Caras. Okay, I thought you were going to – one was going to be Jr. But you know what? He cuts the hair out of that mask so he can get kicked in the face by Crow Cop. Yeah. <laughs> C. C, C, C. <laughs> No, no clowns in there. No, no clown masks. Where are the clown masks, Byron? Where are the clowns? No, I'm oh, sure there's clowns. clowns. There's I just showed you one. Oh, did you? Can't oh, this is cool. This is cool. Look at that. All ripped open. Cobarde. There's been a battle, and look at this dude. Cicadelico, Byron. Do you know who Cicadelico's brothers are? 
Yes, but why don't you tell us? <laughs> well, Dos Caras and Mil Mascaras. I've seen his son wrestle live. So where did you get this book? You went to Japan and got it, Byron? Can you go I back went, there? Um, I went to Lucha Shop. Yeah, and those are both Mascaras masks right there. Yes, they are. And I went to... Um, they Does have, our discount work on books? It works on this one. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> you know you're not supposed to use your own discount code, right? Oh, I it's Cubsfan. Cubsfan, look at the number. It's Matematico. <laughs> He's got this a brother so named cool. Um, Dude, you got to see the pictures of Matematico's brothers that train police officers, but they do it in the fucking masks and they're like shooting guns and shit. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah, it's a dope book. Is like, that your last one, Byron, or you got another one? Yeah, you come on. Man. I got one. I got one. I got one. The Great Fishman. Yes. Nice. Rest in peace, sir. Yeah. And Dos Caras again. They they really fucking love Dos Caras in Japan. I guess so. Because it, it was a tag team with him and Mil Mor uh Mil Mascaris because um fucking Sikadelico wasn't over there as much. So the two brothers would team up. That's why Sikadelico is not a fire pro default and the other two are. And oh. Byron, go watch some Fishman matches because I'm sure right now there's gotta be some up on YouTube. Ask Charo. Ask Charo. Ask <laughs> Charles. I'll watch. I'll watch those. Uh, you won't be disappointed. There's uh, lots of Bill Maskers matches. Uh, they got these little guys. Are these minis? No. Okay. So um, that's Super Munieko. Um, that Pinocchio dude, Super Pinocho. He's the guy that shoot unmasked La Parka in a mask once, and everyone hates. <laughs> and then Super Raton is the guy with the Mighty Mouse gimmick. So they're, they're grouping dudes together by like who they teamed with and stuff, which is pretty cool. This is awesome. Uh, you can all fucking so, uh, uh, I dig that they got all the masks without the guys wearing them too. Like, yeah, they, they set them up to model them or something, or you think they just crop yeah. it out? Especially with uh, half of the guys being dead, that'd be kind of hard and yeah. gross. Well, I mean, Sanzo was buried with his mask on, so you know. <laughs> they're just like right before they drop, right before they start uh, shoveling dirt on them. They're like, "Hold on, one more." Oh, take a few pictures for safety. Um, all right, I gotta hit this. Uh, oh, by the way, since you didn't watch the fight, you gotta go and watch uh, DC's post-fight interviews, Casey. I don't want to see his dick, Justin. No, no, no. That was at the weigh-in. I'm talking about the post-fight interviews. His, uh, he was all tucked Just away. Just making by sure. I want to cover my bases. Yeah, no, you don't want to watch that. Trust me, don't watch the first weigh-in. Actually, it's all blurred out now if you watch it on MMA Fighting. Yeah, it's a smaller blur than Seth Rollins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yuck. J-Man's hey, J -Man, in the chat, and he wants to know if he has a good rig. Uh. Yeah. You see, J-Man, you got to watch the part of the, the, the show where I kept going like like this whenever anyone was talking about DC's dick. It was pretty funny. <laughs> sometimes I went like that, you know, sometimes I went like that. But anyway, watch the post-fight interview because uh, um, what's Hold his on. face? British guy, Manua, Jimmy Manua was sitting in the, the audience and DC gave him the business. And then John Jones was sitting in the front row. 
DC gave John Jones the business, and now I want to see that fucking fight again. I don't want to see anyone fight if I've seen their dick. It's weird. Well, don't watch that part of the way in, then, mother. That's all I'm saying. Somebody's gonna tweet it to me now, dude. Don't oh, fucking tweet please. it to me. Tweet it to J Man. Tweet it to Casey hashtag Two Girls One Cup, and I guarantee he'll watch it. That's disgusting. Anyway, UFC on Fox this weekend. DJ versus Hayes. Um, only way Hayes can win is if he he catch wrestles and holds DJ down long enough to grind him out. Not possible. Better catch. You can't. Catch. He's never going to catch him. DJ is going to. I predict. Hayes will never find DJ. DJ will dance around him for five rounds, and it will be a relatively boring fight. But DJ, uh, how does he? How does he spell his last name, Justin? Hayes. Hayes. R E I S. Hayes. Nah, dude. Fucking okay. The flock, Ravens flock, Reese spelled his name that way, and it was fucking Reese. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna badmouth the giant. Seven but was he? Was he Portuguese? I don't know, dude. He didn't Brazilian? speak Portuguese. He just growled a lot. And then he tried to butt fuck Hulk Hogan while dressed as a mummy. <laughs> um, and then the fight that makes me cry. Um, I hate this fight and I love this fight. Michelle Karate Hottie versus Thug Rose Namajunas. These are the only two women that I would actually want to ever see beat JJ. And they have to fight each other. I'm like so depressed and excited at the same time. I don't know quite what to make of it. I'm taking Karate Hottie because... I was, you know, I met her when she was first turning pro and, you know, she's been one of my favorite fighters forever and she was awesome in Invicta. And I think now is her time. I think Doug Rose will get another chance, but I'm very disappointed by the fact that one of the two of them has to lose. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy about it. I'm very disappointed by the fact that you only said that you met the karate hottie once this show, as opposed to the eight times last week. I know because it's amazing. She's actually, she's just really, really nice. She was really cool to our whole crew that was out there. And she's actually the one that introduced me to Cowboy. So who is my favorite fighter of all time. So I can't, I can't front on that either. But Cowboy, dude, Cowboy, Cowboy Ron Bass, rest in peace. No, no. Cowboy Oliveira. Spur once. Remember when he cut Brutus up with the spur and they put the big red X on the screen so you couldn't see it. Like censored, And then Brutus is like, I love that. And then he couldn't wrestle the honky tonk man. So ultimate God. warrior in like three seconds. And why is wrestling not like that anymore? That would be so, so amazing. I don't know what wrestling's like anymore. I don't watch it. I don't believe in wrestling. I believe Which, in um, monsters. Yeah, I believe in monsters too. Anyway, I think Michelle has the experience to win the fight. Um, and she's got, a, I think she's got a better camp too. No, no offense to Pat Barry. Love Pat Barry. He's the homie, but um, Pat Barry and Trevor are not going to get it done against, you know, Winkle John and Greg Jackson. I think that Michelle wins this fight. You got a prediction, Casey? I just like Pat Barry because he got choked out by Crow Cop. Fuck you. Um. Anyway, got to take got to take that. Uh, Jacare versus Robert Whitaker. Obviously, Jacare is going to win. But guess what, Casey? Guess mm. what? You heard me say it once before. After this, you're never going to see Jacare in the UFC again because his contract is over and he's good friends with Scott Coker who took way better care of him when he was in Strike Force. It's and all I right because he gets no fucking push here, so whatever, dude. Yeah. What's best for you? I think that you're more likely to see Gegard and Jacare fighting each other in Bellator before the end of the year than you will to see them ever fight for a belt in UFC. Well, that's that's a dope fight. Yeah, it'll Not happen. Bad. 
I mean, I think they're great additions, and I think Bellator is going to wheel out the money truck for those dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Heathen, Stevens versus Hanato Moicano. Um, I'm going to pick... Still sounds like, it still sounds like you're really fucking up Japanese. Ha- Hanato Moicano. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick uh, Moicano. I think uh, he's undefeated. I think he's got maybe, uh, I think, one no contest somehow. But... Um, I think Jeremy sound like an old Atari all of a sudden is not going to know what hit him. Do I sound weird? My you fuzzy? sound like the fucking sound effects from missile command right now. I don't know. I might be glitching. You might be glitching. Um, Roy Nelson is on the prelims against Alexander Volkov. I think he'll win. He'll get back into the rankings yeah. with it. Bobby green versus Rashid Magnumetov. Um, this is a fight to watch. I think it might end up being fight of the night. They're very evenly matched. I want to see Green win, but I have no clue who's going to win. And either one of them that wins could actually be on their way to something at 155. Luis Smolka versus Tim Elliott. A couple of little guys. I think Smolka wins, keeps him on the end of his jab. So I'm going to pick Smolka. And then here's the fucked up one. Aljamain Sterling, all the big hype from early last year, is on the fight pass prelims versus Augusto Mendez. Rough. Yeah, like, dude, if Aljo doesn't win this fight, his career is fucked. That's what happens when you don't give the lube job. Um, and then Zach Cummings versus Soul Soul Force, Nathan Nathan Coy. I can I tell Byron's not Soul listening because he would have popped at the fucking lube job reference. And- wow, what's that all about? Middle fingers and stuff. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's my little preview. Again, I'll listen this time. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's done. We don't we don't need me to say it three times. Oh, okay. So you were talking about the big X, Casey. How about this for an idea? Mm-hmm. John Jones can't officially be promoted by the UFC until after his suspension is lifted. Oh. But everyone is thinking that you know him fighting on one of the big July cards, which he'd be eligible for, would be the spot to bring him back. So my thought is you do this. You announce the fucking black scorpion promos. You yeah. announce basically DC for the fight, but you put the question mark of who he's fighting up there. No. Could could be Jimmy Manua, could be could John be Jones. The fucking, the fucking black scorpion, dude. You do the shadows and then you get Ole Anderson to do the voice where well, it's like But that's what I'm saying. You basically you basically do this swerve where you can't, you don't say it's John Jones. And if something happens and he pulls out, then maybe it isn't John Jones, but you promote the fight. You make uh, everyone think it could be John Jones, but there's always the possibility that it could be Jimmy Manua. DC. Do you remember back in Las Vegas? <laughs> and then, and then fucking it ends up being Ric Flair and John Jones. He can do other media. He can promote himself all day long. It could be great business, dude. I'm telling you, yeah, this dude, is the kind of thing that MMA needs. Like they need to do yeah. this. When John Jones puts the guy in the cage and turns him into a tiger to freak out DC, it fucking buys right there. I was so fucking obsessed with that black scorpion angle and it was so fucking bad. Oh my God. It was so important to me as a kid. I, I needed to know who the you fuck the black scorpion Yeah. Why, why can't would they pull that off anymore? What, Byron? Because they so fucked bad. up like no, it's just like some kids have their lives ruined when they're told there's no Santa Claus. Casey's here putting everything on the black scorpion. What are you that talking was, about? That was no a Santa bad Claus. basket to put your child, huh? What do you mean no Santa Claus? There's Santa Claus. Jesus Christ, it's almost Easter. 
Santa Claus doesn't exist. The Easter Bunny ate him. Byron, you're Jewish. Of course, Santa Claus doesn't exist to you. Santa Claus is real, though, man. Convert. I'm also Christmas chin. Well, (laughs) Christmas chin? What what is that? What is that? Too much over the holidays and gets that extra chin. It's not like Kwanzaa where you can do both. You got to pick one, man. Well, wait, Kwanzaa, you can do both? Yeah, you can get Kwanzaa and Christmas because Kwanzaa is not about a religion. It's a, it's a, it's a, about tradition and and your past and whatnot. It's not. It doesn't discount Santa Claus. Wait, it's so a, am I allowed to celebrate Kwanzaa? Because I've had varying answers on this. Do you have uh, African heritage? <laughs> There's white know. people from Africa, Byron. Yeah, like no, no, I just, I just want to see Mister. I live in Castaic. Uh, give this question a shot. Hey, all I know is I was a big fan of Akeem growing up. <laughs> Listen, if, if you would like to celebrate your your heritage and you know the the greatness of the ancestry of the African peoples, please stop by my house on December twenty sixth, and we will let you into the Kwanzaa celebration. Casey That's will be an honorary. Do I get one of those hats like the Nation of Domination? I don't know what they're called, but they're cool hats. Like Queen Latifah used to wear it all the oh, time. Oh, sure. They're like yeah. Domination. No, that's not a fucking yarmulke. Yeah. I give up oh, on Byron. But like D'Lo wore it and stuff. And Farouk. I give up. D'Lo Shalom. And, and even, you know what? Even Savio Vega fucking wore one. So there you go. I can wear one if fucking Savio Vega can wear one. All right. I have a question. I, I have a question for you guys. I have a question for you guys. What? You're shopping online. No, I'm you're not gonna? upset that Crush didn't get to wear one. I'm not. You're going you're gonna to fly somewhere. Are you going to pick the $179 ticket that gets you there or the $420 ticket? You know what? You're talking to the wheeling, dealing, limousine, stealing. Limousine? It's kiss stealing. Do you live on an airplane runway? Dude, I'm fucking tired. I don't remember the whole thing. Wait, so would would you take the $179 ticket or the $420 ticket? I would take my fucking private jet that fucking... The, the Crockett family paid for just to get me to my, my private bookings. Woo! Woo! Byron, which can one I, would you I, take? I, I forgot the question, Casey took so long. Would you Here's take what I want to know. $79 flight or the $420 flight? Between the how much they cost? Yes. Byron would take well, the It depends on the airlines because I've been on different airlines and. Right. Okay, it so, depends so, on the yeah. airline. So let's say that they're neither airline is Frontier or Southwest. <laughs> no, I don't mind Southwest. I hate Frontier. Uh, it's not Frontier. Yeah. But if if the airlines and the actual quality of the flight is all the same, you I don't go know, dude. Sometimes Frontier gives you cookies, and they're fucking dope cookies, dude. Like they're Shut really up. good. Fuck that. I just choke. You don't you can't get cookies. I, I fly JetBlue and I get like cookies of pretzels and crackers and all the drinks I want and they the Wi Fi and enema on JetBlue. <laughs> JetBlue is awesome. And it's a padded seat it's that cool. reclines. Let's throw your two hundred dollar JetBlue tickets in everyone's face, money bags. Okay, JetBlue so it's not an expensive airline. Here's the point that I'm getting to. Let's say the $179 ticket is United and the $420 ticket is Delta. Which ticket do you buy? Dude, I say go on United because no one's going to be on the fucking flight and you can stretch out. The thing is, the flight's going to be full because everybody's going to go on it. Mm. Everybody's going to take the $179 ticket. Everyone is. I don't know. 
I don't know. Mm. A lot of people don't fly on Southwest because of Kevin Smith. Really? Aaron's cosplaying. No. A lot of celebrities have had like an issue with Southwest. In Do people what, think? Yeah, but that Southwest is a whole different story. Southwest it's, is it's, a different type of procedure that a lot of people don't want to deal with. It's riding a bus compared to. Uh, but I'm talking about United versus Delta here. I like, hate United. Are you gonna not? Are you gonna not fly them because of this guy getting pulled off the plane and getting his ass beat by the Chicago police or whatever the fuck they did? I was, I think that's messed up, but I'm not gonna fly them because of the quality of their of their flight and just the prices I've seen. And really, if the ticket is two hundred dollars cheaper, if it pops up on your fare saver, are you gonna pick a more expensive airline over United? I don't. I don't see that. Justin, I just want to know why the prices. show's making you pay for your own fucking flight. Oh, they're not. I'm flying American, and I'm all good. <laughs> I'm getting my miles yes, and everything. Yeah. I'm platinum status. They gave me United, my United, United and U.S. Air are awful. But like you look at, they don't lose your luggage. Like the real. I used to say that about American, though. I used to hate American. They used to have the oldest fleet out there. They used to have shitty service, and they fixed all their shit up in the last five or six years. They bought yeah. U.S. Air. Yeah. How about driving like a man? Virgin is also good, it. but they charge a lot for their Wi-Fi. Anyway, my whole point is, I don't think that this this whole nonsense with United is going to stop them from making a pile of money. Their stocks went down for a couple of days. It fucked over a couple of day traders. It's almost completely back to where it was before. They're like yeah. a, a tick of a point off of where their stock margin was before. Also... They don't give a fuck about people flying coach anyway. Half of their coach passengers could boycott. Two-thirds or almost of their money is made off of business class and higher seats. They don't care about the little guy. They don't care that they had to beat some dude up in the alleyway to get him off the, the plane. And, and I have it on good authority that the reason that that happened and the reason that the cops got called was because he actually had agreed and left the plane, but then he realized what he agreed to and came back and sat back down. So okay, they immediately I'm called. My, I'm the washing the hands of this discussion. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Anyway, Byron, do you really think that people are going to not fly United now because of that? I think it's so temporary. I think a week from now, everyone is going to have forgotten it. I think some people might, but I think it's. I think the bigger thing is just United. Isn't is they're not run well? Like they should have just said, "We'll investigate and and you know." fix what we did wrong that's all they have to say but if, then, you're, if you're if you're uh, a flight attendant on that flight and yeah. you've been upping the price they did what they're supposed to do which is um and normally they do this before people get on the plane so that's weird yeah. enough. but they they kept saying okay now we're offering a thousand dollars for somebody to get off the plane they got all the way up to their thousand yeah. dollar limit they got three people off the plane and then the fourth guy gets up and then sits back down so then they're well, like, oh, well, he's being belligerent or whatever now. So then they call the cops in, which was stupid. And the cops, the way they handle it, they deserve the most shit for it. I mean, they're yeah. the ones that beat the guy down. Like, what the fuck were they doing? Forcibly dragging somebody off a plane like that. It's ridiculous. It's not how you do it. Um, no. But regardless, you know, the flight attendants were basically just like, okay, well, the guy said he was going to leave and now he's not going to leave. What the fuck do we do? I think you just find somebody else, but they wanted to make someone else but also in this situation you just get a car for your crew and drive them to the location it would have gotten there in equivalent amount of time yeah. and it would have been cheaper 
And the thing is, they sat the people in the seats, so they messed up. So now you have to cut your losses and find something else. What you do and what's standard is you, you kick the people off the flight before they get in their seat. That happens. People are used to that. You get mad, but you know how to deal with it. When you're in your seat, you don't get up. Yeah, but it's also not a right. And people people are talking all this shit about rights and this, that, and the other thing. Simple fact of the matter is that is a privately owned plane. If you yeah. look at your ticket, there's a there's a uh, contract of carriage. You can pretty much be denied flying for any reason and, and any type of belligerence at all. You could say, oh, darn it, and it's grounds to remove you from an airplane, believe it or not. So if that guy said or did anything at all, they have grounds in their policy to take you off the plane. And the simple fact of the matter is they just, it, and people are like, oh, he's a doctor. He's got to get here or there. It doesn't matter. He's a doctor. First of all, he's a bad doctor, but that doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter that he was a doctor. It doesn't matter what nationality he was or any of that stuff. It shouldn't factor in one way or the other. Maybe it did, which is some bullshit, but I think that it was because he accepted the deal and then recanted on it. And then they decided to kick his ass for it. They're pretty much all wrong. Pretty much everybody involved is wrong. And I just don't see it hurting the company in the grand scheme of things, which I'm not necessarily promoting or not promoting. I think it's sad, but I know that if I go on, you know, Priceline and I ask for a plane ticket and a United Fair comes back at $200 and a Delta comes back at $400, the chances of me taking that United flight are pretty damn high. Yeah. And I think that's the way most Americans are going to approach it. They just, they handled it all. They just handled it all wrong. They did. Hey, look, Casey's gone. So guess what we can talk about now? You know what I have here? No. It's the shake up. Okay. I've got the the end of intermission. Then the ducks are coming back. Oh my God. They have to beat Calgary. Um, I loved Alexa bliss. And Mickey James coming to Raw. That was cool. I, I was so mad about how the SmackDown women's title went at WrestleMania. But now yeah. it's like I'm fine with it because God bless them. That's where they deserve to be. Um, Alexa Bliss is is straight fire. I, I'm so impressed with her. Like she was nobody months ago. She was nobody. Mm-hmm. She took her chance. She took her shot and she ran with it. And having Mickey come in. And help her get the rub was perfect. I can't wait to see what they do with them on SmackDown or on Raw. Best trade ever. KO going to SmackDown? I don't get yeah. that. Well, go ahead. You were going to say something? Oh no, I just I, I I don't I don't think people are handed well on Raw if it's format or if it's the the actual writers on the show. I don't think that you get the support that you get on SmackDown. Well, so I don't. I don't look forward to what's going to happen to them on Raw. I I think they'll be fine because I think that they can talk. And part of what works on Raw is it's a three-hour freaking show. It's the talent that can't talk that has no business being there. Alexa Bliss can talk. She can get a crowd hot. She knows how to do a segment. So does Mickey James. Um, Sasha and Bailey, I think, have had issues on on the stick. They've gone back and forth. Charlotte had trouble getting into it at first. I think that, honestly, this is the best thing ever because I think Sasha and yeah. Bailey could use some help from Mickey and Alexa. I think well, they're going to actually help those had a promo, didn't she? What's that? Didn't Sasha have a promo? Yeah. 
I couldn't understand a word she said. I'm a no, huge, she's, she's my favorite, but I, I thought that she forgot how to speak actual words. Yeah, she's, she's been getting a little mumble mouth and not really clearly getting her points across and not really getting the pop or the heat. But I think it's because they also have her in this tweener role right now where you don't know if she's going heel or face. And yeah. I don't think she knows how to roll with that. I don't think she knows how to play the tweener. She's already going too far heel, and then she tries to back off of it, so it all just comes out cluttered. So we'll see how it plan- pans out. Um, I hated the Dean Ambrose KO switch that they did. I yeah, Dean was working out on SmackDown, but I the whole SmackDown main event needed to be. Yeah, look, I think Dean's back where he is because I think the Shield is Plan B for Roman when they fuck up this other thing. We'll see. Because now the shield is all back on Raw. Well, he can also do a promo. He can yeah. do like a 20-minute segment. Yeah. But I mean, they kind of needed him over there. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of baby faces on Raw right now. Um yeah. anyway, the, you know, those were the main points to me. Is anybody else that jumped out at you? Uh, oh, you know, um Bray coming over to Raw. I kind of like that since they fucked him over on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't, I just don't know. And the whole thing with Randy Orton, Randy Orton had the best quote about WrestleMania where he said his snake entrance looked like he was walking on a giant sperm. Yeah. He told a 10 year old that. Well, that's true. <laughs> he wasn't lying to the kid. answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, th- I like how SmackDown is really getting some good tag teams. They're getting New Day. Um, you know, I, I think I like New Day being on SmackDown too. I mean, they did so much on Raw and they pushed them so hard. Yeah. There's only so much they can do with them. Like, like if they're going to stay a tag team, SmackDown is the place. And then, you know, a year and a half from now, they got to break those guys up. Did Bullet Club go over? Um, no, they stayed. Oh, see, I was expecting everyone who lost on Raw. I th- I thought they were going over, um, but Primo <laughs> and Epico went over. I thought they probably benefited the most because they came over and they they just looked legit. They didn't look like main event superstars, but they they didn't come over and look like the jokes they were. Yeah. Beforehand. So How about we'll Tamina? I mean, I love the intro. I thought that was great. I love the the false pop for it, and and you knew the way he was setting it up that it was a total yeah. swerve. I I dug it. But no one cared. She walks out and everyone was like, well, but they set oh, it up for no one to care. I mean, they were just, they were just ribbing the audience, not yeah. putting over the Charlotte thing, you know, like it totally backfired all, all together because then Charlotte's pop didn't quite work. You had the whole crowd wooing and chanting for Charlotte. You don't give it to him. You do the Tamina gag. And then when Charlotte actually does come on, everyone's like, oh yeah, Charlotte's here. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing backfired, but I loved it. I thought it was classic. I would have totally done that angle. Um, But it was fun. I think Charlotte over there will be good. Um, You know, I don't want to see her work with Nikki Bella. (laughs) I hope to God that that doesn't happen. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Lana if they're going to make her wrestle now because they're giving her an intro package. What's going on there? That was weird. I don't know. I like Rusev coming over. I do too. I like coming over. There's there's nothing uh, they can do with him on Smack or on Raw except to make him talk too much, which would just blows it. Yeah. I mean, like the Shinsuke thing is already working out perfectly. His bit this week where he takes all that time and then just says, 
I am Shinsuke Nakamura with the mouthpiece and like motherfucker yeah. you already can barely speak English can you take your mouth guard out when you try to speak English I thought but he was going to start fighting start kicking oh god it was still funny though I still loved it uh, I was yeah. it, it was well but that's the whole mystique of it it's like Shinsuke they're playing him perfectly he looks insane for like the people who have not ever seen Shinsuke yeah. they have no clue right now what they're looking at they just see this whole crowd popping. He's got this cool entrance music and he's just a complete spaz. Like his body motions are even crazier than they were in Japan. Like he's lost complete motor function when he comes to the ring at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what he's doing anymore, but <laughs> it's great. Like, you know, I know a few people that don't watch NXT that don't watch new Japan are really seeing Shinsuke for the first time mm-hmm. on SmackDown right now. And their only thought is, what the fuck am I looking at? Is this guy over? Why is he over? Like, why are these people cheering? Like, people know that there's something to him. And I think it's going to rejuvenate him. And I think he's going to have a good two-year run. And SmackDown is completely the place for him. Um, Though I thought Miz was a better, would have been a better foil for him. Uh, You know, Dolph is fine. It worked. (laughs) I forgot Dolph was in that segment. I just forget everything about Dolph now. Well, but that's that's fine because he's not going to be the memorable part. What you need is somebody out there who can talk enough yeah. to piss the crowd off to show you that Shinsuke is the shit. And it he worked. He did well in the segment, but it was, you know, he didn't do anything unique to him. In the yeah, segment. but who else do they have past that on the heel side that can do that with Shinsuke? That's going to be tough. It's, a, it's pretty face heavy. Like uh, they just got Dillinger. Who's a solid like ten early solid early 10? card <laughs> solid ten, but he's like a good like he's a good uh, like you put him high in a card to get the crowd energized. Um, yeah, I mean, but but what heel do you have Shinsuke work against? That's a really tough question. I'm looking at the roster, and it's like there's KO. He can talk. Yeah, but you don't do that right away. <laughs> no, you definitely don't do that right away. I mean, but you don't I do Rusev because Rusev's not going to talk. I mean, you do Dolph because Dolph will Dolph sell for Dolph is him. your best choice. Dolph's like your only choice. Baron yeah. Corbin? Aiden English? Jinder? These are not guys that, that can do the talking for Shinsuke. What do you think of Aiden English bringing back his singing gimmick? Yeah, why not? I, I, he got I, I feel he, bad for yeah. I mean, it was getting good heat too, and he he even tongue in cheek made reference to the fact that he was out there by himself now. Um, I like it. Give him a chance to 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 play off of what he already had going and reinvent himself a little bit. But I kind of was hoping that he'd get a win, <laughs> at least on his first night solo. But I thought he would. But it made sense, you know, Dillinger. It does. It makes uh, a little bit of sense. Dillinger but, deserves to win. He he was the one of the guys who kept losing in NXT, kind of like uh, uh, CN Andre Andrade, whatever CN almost. Yeah, but I still thought I thought that that was maybe that was almost a good chance for some type of run in or a little bit of 50 50 booking to, to try to give both those guys the rub, but you know, hopefully yeah. Aiden will get his, um, I don't know. That's all I got on it. I think that's uh, all Braun I got on had it. An awesome segment with Roman. That was, Oh my fuck. We didn't talk about that. I like the ambulance part of it. I did yeah. not like the stretcher part of it. It was so funny. I was so ridiculous. Like the rest of that segment was, was totally working. And then they did the stupid dump off the edge with the ambulance. Like, 
the whole box slam into the wall was working. The fact that they didn't have any commentary going for a while where it's just like everyone doesn't know what the fuck to say or what to do. Like it's all fucking real. Beautiful. And the ambulance spot lifting up the ambulance. That's that great. Cool. It's old school, stupid He-Man wrestling shit. But dude, that's the stuff we loved when we were kids. Why shouldn't that be the stuff that they do now? How about just, the cut though? They have them tying up uh, Roman on the on the stretcher and the lady, the blonde lady. So like she definitely stands out amongst everyone else. There is yeah. like wrapping up his feet and then they do the cut where he takes Roman and throws him over. But she's standing by his head all of a sudden. Yeah. Like and then it bounces. That was so funny. Well, it, I mean, fun. it bounced like a spring, dude. It was like <laughs> if there was a grown ass heavyweight on that thing, that shit would have been like, dude. How about when he ever did that part needed to be shot? How about when Braun went, I'm not through with you yet. And then walks over and just goes, Oh, slow motion punches to Roman's prone face. (laughs) It was funny though. I, I, the ambulance part was still dope though. I liked it. I liked that part of it. I I loved all the, I loved how cheesy the whole thing was. I thought it was great. And then the fans are singing, uh, on and on a goodbye to Roman until the next segment. Well, you, did you hear the rumor that what they're going to do is have Roman Reigns die in the hospital and then come back as a new undertaker? I saw that in the, in the DM <laughs> hashtag the DM, the DM it's the, the DM, the DM T H E E D M the DM hashtag. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Who, who posts that? J-Man? J-Man. J-Man. Someone. Not all the good news. J-Man keeps posting about rigs. I don't know what that means. What do you mean you don't know what that means? I mean, I'm not surprised you don't know what that means. You know. He keeps just like, he posted a picture of, uh, of someone and he just says like, this is a bad rig. I don't know what it means. Um, I think I covered everything I wanted to cover tonight. Look, Lucha Underground's not going under. God bless Fishman and the Roll Down family. Yes. UFC this weekend is going to be awesome. UFC last weekend was ridiculous. Face-off is going to the semifinales. WWE is fucking upside down, but maybe for the better because it's actually been halfway entertaining the past couple of weeks. Um, uh, Pearl Gonzalez has a really good boob job. Yes. (laughs) Anything else I need to summarize? I think that's it. Thank you to Vinny, and no thank you to Casey, and stay in the mix. No, thank Go you. Go Ducks. Thank you, for, thank you for Casey, too, because he actually came to work today. I didn't think he was going to come. Yo, every, hey, how do you know it's a Thursday? Because Casey hits us up in a DM and says, do you guys want to not do the show this week? <laughs> Casey is good at canceling the show before it's time to cancel it. When I was in Iceland, we couldn't outvote him because I wasn't around. <laughs> so that's why well, we actually didn't do the show once while you were gone um, for a lot of reasons. But and then we did a super fast show one night. We did 28 minutes exactly, I think. Like I told Casey I was going to go ex- exactly that amount of time and we actually hit it on the nose, nice. which was amazing. Um, anyway. That's all I got for this week. Stay tuned. Hopefully, hopefully we'll do a show next week because I will not be here in Los Angeles. I will be traveling and hopefully my new schedule will allow for me to do it. We'll be in three separate time zones, three separate time zones. You're a mountain central. I'm central. You'll be east and 
Casey will be West Coast. So we'll see oh, if we can make this work somehow. And I've got some guests that are are potentially lined up for the future, but we may try the time zone thing before I schedule anybody officially. So we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get one of them to swing by next week. Anyway, that's all I've got. That's all Byron's got. That's all Casey ever had. Thanks, Vinny Massaro. And until next time, stay calm and stay in the mix. Stay in the mix.